Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Last Lesbian Bar with V and Havoc. Sorry, I accidentally turned off my fan and it's too hot to do that. I was just trying to get it to stop oscillating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, what are you doing? I'm trying not to melt as it's summer and I'm drinking my bottle of rosé, which, okay, Havoc gave me some shit about this before we started recording. I was going to make a yummy cocktail. That's my intention is to make a yummy cocktail every time we come together to record. But long story short, I bought a bottle of rosé that I thought I could finish before recording day. And turns out that when you don't drink a lot of wine, you can't really finish a bottle as fast as you think you can. So I got myself a cute little coupe glass and my rosé is going in here and I'm going to finish this fucking bottle today. It's going away. Well, I didn't cheat. I actually came in with a cocktail. <laughs> I wow, made myself cheat. <laughs> I made myself a Paloma, which is a tequila and grapefruit soda drink, and it's pretty yummy. I do say so myself. So, I mean, I guess we're starting out with uh, like I want to apologize, but I also want to get defensive, which is like Hey, I'm sorry that we're late with the podcast. Like, we were waiting to get on Spotify and Apple, and we finally did. But once we got on, and like, we created a whole freaking schedule around record dates, edit dates, release dates. We had a fucking plan about how we were going to do this. But just as we fucking got approved on Apple, and we were going to start to, like, record the incident (laughs) occurred. (laughs) And if you're in fandom, you know very well what the fuck I'm talking about. And if you're not that deep in fandom, be grateful and stay away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys understand, like, uh, and I want to preface this by saying, like, the, the incident had two kind of branches of thoughts, right? The main one, which is the um, invasion of privacy and the harassment the clearly unacceptable clearly illegal like totally not okay like we are in no way diminishing that whatsoever like completely completely not okay um, yes i say no fuck that that's completely inappropriate no we 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 honestly i like i don't i really don't feel like addressing too much of this at all like and we're not going to talk about it we're kind of just going to i guess like summarize a little bit but like that summary in no way overshadows the clearly illegal actions of some shitty people that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that, I just, um, I mean, I personally, like, I just want to, my, my thoughts are just that everyone's feelings are valid. Everyone's thoughts, choices are valid you know as long as you're not a bitch about it you know what i mean (laughs) as long as you're not harming anyone else yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. have your feelings don't be a bitch (laughs) (laughs) um and if you're if you're with us today like you and you're in the fandom you know what we're talking about we're 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 so happy you're still here we're so happy you're still listening you know but yeah that's really that's really what i want to say like it it Whatever you had to process to get here, it, it's okay. We're here. And that's what matters. 
and we're happy to have you. And I think the only thing that I wanted to, or like, I don't even know if it's like that I wanted to say, because like, I don't know that anyone cares what I have to say about that. Um, But like, I think the only, the one thought that I had that maybe like helped me with processing is just like this idea of like, we know that parents have sex, but you don't like, you don't want to know that. And that's just how I feel. It's like, I feel like that there was an invasion of privacy that gave me information that I didn't need to know and didn't want to know. Um, And now I'm just going to keep moving on with my show and my ship that I love. So I'm (laughs) very ready to talk about episode seven now. (laughs) And actually, this is a really great time for us to um, do the episode because we were already talking about um, getting into doing the episode and then... Wait, you probably were prepared for this because you're more in fandom. Were you prepared for the pilot to drop today for Uranus 20 through 24? Um, I mean, like, if by prepared you mean the standard, like, two to three <laughs> days notice, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel as if though you have more preparation uh, than I do. Because, like, I know that you and I were talking about recording some point this weekend, but hadn't really set, like, a specific day and time. And then I woke up today. I slept in today. That was really nice. But anyways, I woke up and I (laughs) saw my group chats with the trailer and I was like, not ready for it. So I woke up with a lovely dose of Farina and Becky looking gay in this fucking movie. Um, Uranus 23-24. And I will be honest, maybe people won't like this. I wasn't really interested in this movie up until the trailer. Um, But now I'm fucking excited about the movie and I'm excited to record this episode. Well, we've known about this movie for a while. We've known about their two movies and one series um, that's been kind of on the docket for months. Um, and to be honest, like I came into this like in with a cynical eye because and, and you probably don't know this, but um, the last couple of days, fans have been um, tweeting at idol factory with the hashtag boycott idol fact to urge them to address some major issues that like they just keep not addressing and they mm-hmm. don't and they don't like communicate with fans there's there's like several things that people wanted them to address um and it got to a point where like the the thai radio stations were even covering it wow yeah and so like i think the, like Pretty soon after they like reached the radio, the movie production studio that made Uranus twenty three twenty four, which is their movie that the trailer dropped today for, mm-hmm. um, they made an announcement that they were going to have a um, press. Co- well, actually, I don't super know the timelines anymore. But anyway, like the hashtag had been trending for a couple of days, and now all of a sudden, we not only got the pilot for this movie, Uranus, we also got uh, the fitting for their new series, which Is like- Is that the period piece one? The period piece one, yeah. Previously, we knew nothing about. Like, just for comparison, um, IDF is doing another GL series not related to Freen Becky, and they had casting like months ago. And their fitting was just earlier this month. So for Freen Becky to randomly have a fitting this month, yeah. Yeah. where we know nothing about their, you know, series, like, it just, I can't help but be like, you all wanted to placate the fans, so you dropped a bunch of content. Hmm. Well, you know, I was going to attempt to, like, be like, 
thinking? Is that why they did it? Is that what their mindset is? But honestly, with everything that I hear about Idol Factory, like, I don't even know if I want to take energy to try and logic them. I think that that's realistic. Oh, oh no, absolutely not. Dude, there's no point in trying to apply logic <laughs> to anything. I'm I'm just saying that I feel like they're being sus, as usual. <laughs> well, that sounds very valid from past experiences with them. <laughs> Whatever the reason is, I'm freaking excited about the images I've seen for this period piece. I'm excited about this trailer. Um, I'm uh, Space shit is like iffy for me, like with regards to my level of interest. So I wasn't all that interested. Also, I just really struggle. This is so childish, but I really struggle with the fact that it's Uranus. Like I have to say Uranus instead of Uranus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but oh my god, like I really felt like the trailer was so good. Like I love the video quality. I love Becky and Freen's acting. I love their fucking outfits. The like shift in time, the different perspective. Like I'm so hyped now. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's like um, parallel timelines. I think they yes. said multiverse. Yeah. Um, and the space probably doesn't factor too, too much. Like, you know, like Freen's character is in space for one of her timelines <laughs> um yeah but yeah i i really love the pilot as well i'm looking forward to it i think they said that they're planning to release in theaters uh around february Ooh. and then they're planning to bring it to festivals like internationally so we can maybe look forward to seeing it you know in the spring of next year i like, I'm ready for this thing to fucking make me cry, like, to sob. I've already created a story in my head in which in this reality, Freen fucking dies. I'm sorry, whatever the hell her character's name is, dies Lynn. on this fucking <laughs> Lynn <laughs> in space. And I'm just ready to be sobbing wherever I'm able to watch this. You know, it's funny because um, they dropped like a literally three second sneak peek <laughs> and... And like maybe a handful of pictures like a while ago. And uh -huh. my theory at that time was that um, Frayne's character, Lynn, had passed and Becky's character, Kath, um, like we're seeing things through her perspective as she recounts the relationship that yeah. ultimately like ended because the, you know, because Lynn is either not a part of her life anymore or because she's passed. So I've been ready for angst for <laughs> a long time and I'm. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to be satisfied. <laughs> oh, yeah. This screams. One of them is like, this screams that Lynn is dead. Like, <laughs> if she is somehow alive and they find each other, I will be well, pleasantly surprised. It kind of, okay, this kind of is a good point for you to bring up because like, for me, like, they're exploring multiple parallel timelines so we're going to get to I, I believe we're going to get to see like mo like several different instances of them falling in love together or the progression of their relationships yeah relationships through the different timelines so for me like whether or not she's alive in one of those timelines is like less important to me I'm still interested in seeing the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I think that that's really good to point out because at least for American audience, U.S. American audiences, I feel like there is a lot of feelings and fear around um, like 
queer baiting, um, barrier gays, things of that nature, which are all really, really valid. But I also think that it's really valid that queer people can die and it doesn't have <laughs> to fall under that category. Um, I've seen so many tweets like, it does this have a happy ending? Can someone tell me if it has a happy ending? Both for this movie and for the series. And I'm just like, why do you like, do you really need to know that in order to be able to enjoy this? It's the fucking trauma, dude. It's the trauma. Like, I think that it's not only the trauma of seeing yourself die and, and be and have sad stories. But I think that it's the added trauma of being lulled into a false sense of security only to feel that ripped out underneath your feet. And so, like, while I am not a person who needs that level of security to watch shit, I do understand that there are, in fact, a lot of people that really feel like, what's that website where it's like, they tell you if a dog dies? Like, I feel like it's uh-huh. like that. Like, like people really need, like, a content warning or a trigger warning because they're just like, I can't watch it if if the sapphics aren't going to be happy. And I would like for us to progress to a point in which all of our stories don't have to be happy. I mean, I, w- I would just like for there to be balance. Like, I don't want them to all be, like, traumatizing and I don't want them to all be happy. I want to be able to have balance so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. I don't want to get in on this kind of, like, side tangential rant about it. But anyways, I'm there with you. I don't think that this needs to have that happy ending for me to enjoy it, especially knowing that it seems like there are going to be multiple versions of their stories, like their past, their present, the what their futures could like look like in these different places i think that it's going to satisfy me in in seeing their relationship and make me emotional which i just i love so for me personally um even if a story has a happy ending and i'll even use gap the series as an example so if you've read the book you know that there are like there are differences between the book and the series and those differences like really shift the tone of the story um not not as much the content but really the tone so for me like if all of that stuff had been kept in and we get a happy ending at the end of gap but the characters go through hell at the hands of a heterosexual man or at the hands of heteronormity or patriarchy or anything like that like then that happy ending is not that meaningful to me. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. they still had to go through all the bullshit. Like we didn't get to see like queer driven storytelling. You know what I mean? We got to see patriarchal heteronormative storytelling. So for me, like I just don't focus so much on the ending. I focus on the overall story. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that went that went a lot more places than I expected us to. <laughs> I know, yeah, and we didn't we didn't even really get into the series, which I guess we can save until the next episode because um, they're releasing some news later on tonight and... about the series, so we we might have more to update you about. But for now, just know that it's a period piece. It's kind of hilarious because um, even the Thai fans are having trouble reading this book that's in Thai. Because, like, it's in, like, I think it would be comparable to imagine you're trying to read Shakespeare and then trying to translate Shakespeare into a different language for other fans to enjoy. Like, how do you translate it? It's already, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so it's just so funny to see all the Thai translators, like, like, 
I don't know how to translate this. Am I really Thai? <laughs> like they're like questioning themselves. Like, can somebody translate it from Thai to Thai to me first? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, the excerpts that I did see that people were able to translate were super romantic and super yeah. like just <laughs> There's a lot to look forward to, is what I'm gay. all I'm gonna gay. say. <laughs> super, super gay. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much gay longing. Like I don't even know if we're ready for it. Oh man, I like. I wonder how I'll handle it. This is making me think. I need to see if Couple of Mirrors ever got a season two because I like me a period piece. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think if you enjoy like Dickinson, if you enjoy Fingersmith or Handmaiden, like this is right up your alley. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So I was not prepared to start this episode back up with the proposal. So it was like definitely like a fun moment for me where I was like, oh, this is where we're starting. <laughs> and like, I know. And, and it's just like, uh, it's so funny to see the, the, the difference between the onlookers who are clearly excited about this proposal while Kunsam's friends are like, what? No. And they're all like looking to Mon with terror as Jim is just like trying to comfort her. And the and the onlookers start to chant like, say yes, say yes. Yeah. These motherfuckers have no idea what they're talking about. Like, <laughs> read the room, guys. Yeah, look at the friends. See how they're reacting to, to guide you. Yeah. Um, so Mon drops a bouquet, which I think we saw the last episode. And the camera pans back to Kunsam. And she kind of looks like lost for a second before she runs after Mon, leaving Kirk behind on his knees. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, it's everything to me that she runs after Mon. Like, I don't know what that is, but like people, maybe this is fucked up with me. People putting themselves in shitty situations for me screams love. (laughs) (laughs) So so her like not worrying or like her not thinking about like, oh, this is going to look really bad to run out on the man who's proposing me. Her mind was just Mon. Like, that is just, like, everything to me. Yeah, I mean, it really shows where her priorities lie, right? Yeah. So she's running out. Uh, she sees Mon leave. Um, Wait, calls- can I just say that yeah. Kunsam runs out and Kirk is still down on one knee? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, huh? I know. <laughs> Yes. So yeah. So then Kunsan runs after Mon. Please take it away. Yeah, and she runs out to this like big bright hall where Mon's just this little dot of red and running to the door. And she tries to call out to Mon, but Mon either doesn't hear or doesn't stop. So um that's where the scene kind of cuts off. Yes. And then it takes us into this like montage. I mean, it's not really a montage, but it's like it's just this intense moment where Mon is just sobbing in bed and clutching the sheet so intensely. Yeah, she's she's really dramatically sobbing, dramatically throwing her purse down, dramatically plopping down, dramatically crying. I feel like you're saying dramatically doing these things as if though it's not the appropriate response to the situation. <laughs> the woman you are in love with just got proposed to in front of 
everyone. She doesn't know. She's over there like, what are these feelings? Like, why 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 am I so why does it hurt so much? Like <laughs> Well, that's the point. Is sometimes we don't know things, but we it's like your mind doesn't know, but your body does. And so yeah. she's having the reaction because she does know deep, deep down. It's just not in the conscious yet. And to be fair, she is while she's questioning herself and her feelings she's recounting her conversation with nope about how like it's okay to like <laughs> another woman like it's it's fine like you know yeah they're doing the little like flashbacky moments of all the things indicating girl you gay <laughs> yeah gay 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 and i would i want to point out just like we came from the wedding hall which is which was so bright um to mon's room which was shot in darkness like she doesn't have the lights on she just has like two kind of side lamps on it's like dark and kind of cloudy stormy and even her bedding which we all know is pink looks gray in this scene like everything is just dark and gray and moody shit i mean yeah i'm sure i noticed that but like didn't like process it it's really (laughs) such a contrast of being in kunsam's love versus being without it (laughs) (laughs) so we next see kunsam walking up to mon's house so she's followed her or i guess like decided to meet her at home but she stands just outside the gate um deciding what she's gonna do and i thought that was like well, you know, we all know Kunsam's kind of the dive head first in kind of person, right? Like normally she would have been calling and texting Mon and mm-hmm. demanding she come out to speak to her or else she's going to like barge in. So I just thought it was like kind of significant that she's hesitating right now. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. I I will say that I have a lot of questions in this episode around Kunsan's motivations, which I think stem back to what you said, which is normally she's pretty headstrong and like jumps into her responses where she's just like, respond to me, answer me, engage with me. But she is very hesitant throughout this episode or her her responses are much more pulled back um, than I'm accustomed to. And I don't know if you have a thought as to why that is already that you want to get into. Um, well, I think that she's scared. I think she's scared about admitting her feelings and scared of potentially losing Mon if she voiced her feelings or whatever. And at the same time, I think she's grappling with her situation. Like, at the end of the day, she does have a fiancé. Like, whether or not she cares about him, he still exists. You know, he's there. He's a friend. She still has grandmother to think about. Like, surely she doesn't expect grandmother to accept her feelings for her little employee idol person. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so I think she's struggling like she's trying really hard to go after what she wants but she can't shake the duty and the responsibility that she carries with her i think that's valid um i'll I'll have to keep processing as we talk and like you know as i get into the next episodes because i just find it to be such a quick like 
I wonder if the gravity of the proposal is like what leads her to have this kind of different response. But yeah, she's out. I mean, she had enough propel her to go to Maude's house to talk to her. But then once she's there and maybe it's because she gets the phone call from Kirk. That's what it is. That's what I'm going to tell myself is she went ahead and she followed her natural instincts and she went to Mon's place. But before she could buzz like buzz her, her phone rings and it's Kirk, which pulls her back into the reality of her situation in her life. The reminder mm. of the Kirk being their reminder of grandmother. And so because of that call, you know, disrupted, you know, her path that she yeah. doesn't proceed with the actual buzzing Mon. I and think that's a good perspective. Thank you. Look at me. Yeah, because she's like, you know, once Kirk's on the phone, she, I think she's, she really spares his feelings, which I was surprised about, you know, like, he asks where she is, and she replies that she's on her way home instead of like, I'm, you know, chasing after my girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He kind of gives her an out and she takes it instead of telling him the truth. And she allows him to essentially like, still hold out hope in a way yeah and that's what i was curious about is i was like is kirk so oblivious that he doesn't realize the truth of what it is when your fiance like when your girlfriend assumed betrothed (laughs) runs out after another person who ran out after your proposal like does he not realize what this means truly well we've talked a lot about how kirk could possibly not know yeah, how Kunsan feels about him, and and I think like what we've said thus far is probably what is happening. Like he he genuinely believes that she just reacts this way because she's kind of quirky. <laughs> <laughs> he probably he probably didn't even register that Mon ran out of the wedding because he's mean, busy he staring at on her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he he's probably like, oh, why did Kunsan leave? Is it because I did it in public? Like, I guess at this point I can buy that he's just as dumb as Kunsan and Mon. Like, they're all just little, three little dummies <laughs> running around, like, <laughs> doesn't know how to read the room, doesn't know how to handle their own emotions. Like, <laughs> yeah, three little dumb dumbs with good heart. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's she's just there like, oh, okay, she she didn't say no to me, so she's not gonna, you know, like, she didn't say yes, but she didn't say no, so I'll try again later. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I guess it is kind of valid to be like, oh, she didn't like the public proposal, because I too would walk out. I'd be like, nah, mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so... Okay. And then I also was like, well, why didn't Kunzam just like end it here? But I guess like you're saying like sparing his feelings. I, yeah, I, I can understand. So yeah, she doesn't end up buzzing and she leaves. There's a comment that happens in the next episode that implies for me at least that she she's holding on to all cards at this point because she isn't sure about w- what it's going to happen with Mon. Ah, okay, okay, like she, okay. She's waiting to be sure that this thing with Mon is real. Mm-hmm. And then she'll tackle Kirk and then she'll tackle Grandmother. I mean, I get that. I was like, that's yeah. some shit I would do. <laughs> it's, a, it's a human reaction. Like, you know, you can't really, it might not be the most ideal decision ever, but like, you can't really say you, it's on, like, it's reasonable. It's understandable, you know? Yes, Absolutely. 
So you see that Sam like reaches out to like, you know, ring the bell or whatever. But there's like this hesitation and then she doesn't do it and she leaves. Yeah, um, I I wanted to just point out that I really enjoy the way this was shot. Like Kunsam's whole body is hidden by the gates, like column, I guess, mm. and you only see the hand reaching out, and then the rest of her. Like, I just really love that little. I don't know what it means. I don't know what they're trying to convey, but I enjoyed it. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. But then our next scene takes us to the workplace where Mon arrives. And I was like, what time is it? Because there was like nobody around. No one there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she looks, look, Becky is a lovely young woman, but she looks like she got no damn sleep. Like she looks a mess when she comes into work that day. Mon 100% looks like she spent the two days that she was off just crying in bed. Like her eyes are so puffy like uh, bags under her eyes like she's she's not looking good <laughs> yeah and so she stops at Kunsam's office and she's like all I can think about is Kunsam. like how am I going to be able to work today <laughs> and she, just as she's contemplating this a hand reaches out to touch her and this poor girl like every time someone like approaches her gets near her she thinks it's fucking Kunsam. I don't I don't <laughs> It's because it's who she wants it to be. She's just like, no one should be in my space unless it's my future wife. Right. (laughs) But of course it's not. It's the office mates who surprised her. Um, I guess they were around just hiding. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, they were waiting. Like a a surprise party. They were waiting around to surprise her. And so they yell surprise um, because she's just 1,000 away from the goal that Kunsam set. Which I was shocked by. I was like, I can't believe you really managed that. <laughs> this was the point at which we learned that she's been on sick leave for the past two days. Which, um, yes, Girly was probably crying fully for those two days. And then she probably cried until she was so dehydrated there were no more tears. Then she drank water so she could cry some more. Like, she's a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we learned that Kunsam is taking a sick day today. And she took one yesterday, too. Which indicates... That Kunsam came to work to see Mon. And when Mon didn't show, then Kunsam took time off too, in my opinion. Yep. That's okay, what yeah. I think too. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so affected so, by each other. I know. So they're talking about this, and Mon looks like really worried because I, th- I guess she thinks Kunsam's really sick. Um, yeah, I mean to call out of work. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the office mates are let's are like let's celebrate, yay! But like, <laughs> no, apparently no one knows how to read the room in this world because Mon does not look like she's in the mood for any sort of celebrating. <laughs> she's, her eyes are fucking puffy as shit. She's like worried about Kunsam, like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But yes, nobody ever or like they chalk it up to something very minimal. And it's just like, she is lovesick and a mess, (laughs) y'all. So because Mon is so worried, she does the normal thing to do as an employee (laughs) and goes to her boss's house. (laughs) Look, if the boss isn't there, then what is she doing there? Hey, just want to make sure you're okay, because if you're not, I'm not going to work for the rest of the week. Yeah, like, I can't work (laughs) until I know you're okay. She's, like, ringing the doorbell, looking stressed out as fuck, like, (laughs) pacing, whatever. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. 
I, I already know. I already oh, know. You already know you do. Like, look, you're talking about Mon and whatever, but like all I've got in my brain is Kunsam appears in her cute little glasses and uh-huh. I fall to the ground. I'm deceased. I oh, it's so cute. Yeah, I mean she's she's in her casual-ish clothes, like she's got a black sleeveless top and black slacks. And those glasses, like, man, there she looks she does look really cute. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gay. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> I like I don't know what it is, but about women in these fucking circular glasses, I just lose it. I really do. I don't know why. So anyways, she's looking adorable. <laughs> and Mon is like, are you okay? And Kunsab's like, yeah, I'm fine. But Mon doesn't buy it, I guess, and like tries to take her temperature. Yeah, yeah. And Kunsab backs away like, I'm fine. I told you. I know. She pulls away in a way that like I honestly expected to see Grandma in the background. I was like, girl, why, why are we like running from her touch? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she's just like, I can't talk to you until I figure my shit out. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. But I like I when I first watched this, I remember full on expecting to see grandma in the background. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only to yeah. find out grandma's not there. <laughs> They're just going back and forth. Like, why weren't you like you weren't in the office? What, but whatever. And Kunzan's like, I'm the owner. I can do what I want. <laughs> Which is like Go- so legit. <laughs> And then she like tries to send Mon home, like I have things to do. Goodbye. And Mon doesn't want to leave because she's worried about Kunsam. Mon is like, do you want to work? We can work together. I'll come in and work with you. Like she literally does not want to leave. I know she like spent two days crying over Kunsam, but as soon as she like thinks Kunsam might be sick, she comes running like, let me take care of you, like. Ugh, Mon, you're a good kid. <laughs> oh, man. And Kunzam, like, you know, tries to tell her to leave again. And Mon, like, oh, my God. She said, oh, she, she puts on, like, the cutest face, the cutest, like, sad-looking puppy face. Like, do you really want me to leave? <laughs> and I was like, damn, like, I cannot believe Kunsan said no to that, like, or said yes to that, rather, you know, because I would not be, I'd be like, okay, come in. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not very strong. <laughs> She's, uh, you You can say no to that? I can say no to a lot of things. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was so, so sad, like, you fucking kicked her little puppy, like. <laughs> oh, it was. But she, but Kunsan says to her, I will see you tomorrow. I have something important to tell you. And I was like, how's a girl supposed to sleep? (laughs) Like, (laughs) with that looming (laughs) over her head. I know. I know. But I will say that I was like, maybe it was Kunsam's way of making sure that Mon shows up to work the next day. You know, like a reassurance that she would see her and they would talk, you know, because she's like, you know, you want to, you want, like, clearly you want to have a conversation with me, but I'm not ready to have it now gonna just drop this to guarantee that i see you tomorrow yeah so then we go to work and there is a meeting that is called and all of the people show up even auntie me because she was invited specifically to this meeting for some reason yeah which like why (laughs) (laughs) 
why is she there? And and Chin was like, yeah, like if you were invited to, then it's not just a like update on a project. It's something mm-hmm. else, you know? Yup. So Kunsam, of course, shows up at this point and she's wearing this like off sleeve pleated top. Like it, I don't even know how to describe it other than that it looks like she found a pleated skirt and was <laughs> like, I'm going to wear it as a top today. <laughs> But anyway, like Mon, like as soon as Kunsan walks in, Mon's immediately like nervous. She's fidgeting. She's looking away. Like it was intense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I it's un- <laughs> it's understandable. And then we proceed with Kunsan, who starts out saying like, "We have four hundred ninety nine thousand followers. This sounds like a good thing." All of right. the employees start to praise Mon. Yeah, like, wow, like, you're so talented. Like, I can't <laughs> believe you got so much engagement. Like, you just need a thousand more. Like, good job. <laughs> yeah, but... everything feels so good until... <laughs> until Kunzam reels it back, like, well, she's a thousand short. And that's that means that we will not reach the goal that we agreed upon. So, therefore, I'm firing her. <laughs> I could not believe that she's publicly firing this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Like, Yah even goes so far to be like, did you say, did you say it wrong? Like, do you mean you're not firing her? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and you, that already has to take a lot of, like, nerve to say to Kunsam that she maybe said something wrong. But they are so, like, cannot believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Chin's trying to defend Mon, and Kunsam's just like, well, are you volunteering to quit in her place? Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's like, <laughs> rules are rules. You know, like, she didn't meet the goal. Rules are rules. She's like, how do I say this even more clearly? She is fired. <laughs> like, she's just like, <laughs> let me make this real clear. So this was already kind of the point where I was suspecting which rules she's really talking about. Mm, I was not. <laughs> um, But yeah, she says, no, she didn't meet the deadline. She's fired. And then one of the employees is like, well, technically she has 24 more hours. And mm-hmm. Kunsan is like, Okay, fine, but if you don't mean it, get your shit and get out. <laughs> I know. I was like, damn, Kunsam, like, what the f- Like, why did you need to do this in a public way like this? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> so intense. And then, like, all the friends are just like, oh, you're going to get it. You're going to get the 1,000 in one day. Don't worry. Um, Auntie Me is also trying to comfort Mon and is like, I'm going to follow you now. And I'm like, barely? Like, yeah. why are you not one of the first people to follow her? Every single one in it. Like, didn't Kunsam tell everybody to follow the page? I don't remember, but I know you and I talked about how, like, everyone at the company should be the first people who follow it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I shouldn't judge, because, like, my work keeps... So, like, so at one of my regular meetings, they talk about the social media that we have for our for my agency, and, like, I do not like or follow or subscribe to any of our shits and i never will (laughs) i will have to be explicitly told that i need to before i will ever do that so you know what maybe auntie me is just like i really don't care about where i work like i don't need to do that on my personal shit but it's also like once you follow it 
employees can see like employees can see each other and mm -hmm. i don't really care to have my shit visible to other employees you know 100 that's exactly why i don't follow anything it's like i don't need anyone to know any of my accounts anywhere on yeah, any platform yeah. <laughs> i don't think that that's um, true for auntie me though <laughs> No, Auntie Me's, <laughs> they're all rallying like, um, don't give up. We can still do it. Let's do it. And Mon's just like, thank you so much, everyone. But like, I think Kunsan really wishes to fire me. I don't think there's anything you could do. You know, so she's already like saying her goodbyes. <laughs> she's like, it's already a miracle that I've come so far. It's like beyond my dreams already. Maybe it's just time to get back to reality. And I was like, <laughs> Mon. <laughs> and it's so sad. She is so dejected and done. She's just like, yeah, she wants to fire me. <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, because it's like such a roller coaster. I mean, like she 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 showed up to Kunsam's house yesterday, like so worried, only for Kunsam to like not give a shit at all. After mm -hmm. she spent two days crying over Kunsam and Kunsam didn't give a shit about her, and then get to get a bomb dropped on her like this like i think she's just like numb at this point like oh my god emotional overload yeah exactly like can't not take in anymore at this point process mm -hmm. anymore and like it's a very valid and understandable response to be like okay i'm 1000 shy of this massive goal in this short time frame if she's threatening to fire me over this tiny infraction like, clearly the goal was just to get rid of me. I'd feel the same fucking way, too. I'd yeah. be like, bye, bitch. <laughs> I, don't want the, I don't want the day. So I think I will mention the book, the difference between the book and the series, right? At least this part right now. Okay. Um. So in the book, Kunsam spends, like, the whole week, maybe, or two days, I don't remember, shooting down every content. Like, in the book, there's no goal to achieve. Okay. Um, but she spends a while like not approving any of Mon's ideas for content to the point where Mon gets really frustrated. Like, what what do you want? Like you you haven't approved anything of mine in forever. Like, what do you want? And Kun Sam's just like, Well, if you can't do it, you should just quit, you know? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So that takes us into part two. And we're at a restaurant or cafe where Mon and Yuki are talking about the fact that Kunsam publicly fired her. <laughs> and Yuki's like trying to be like optimistic here, I guess. And she's just like, maybe Kunsam was in a bad mood. Yeah, like maybe she'll change her mind if you talk to her again. And Mon's just like, no, Kunsam's really strict about work. So like if she says it, she means it. She really wants to fire me. Oh. Yeah. She looks so sad. She's just crying. Like <laughs> she is. She's so good at being sad. Like it it is really <laughs> devastating. And like I guess it's convincing enough because Yuki switches tactics now and is like, Well, what would you do next? <laughs> oh my god. It was definitely the wrong move because Mon starts <laughs> sobbing, like, I don't know. <laughs> like yeah i think she says that her brain is numb and i'm uh -huh. like again overwhelmed yes this is too yeah. much to process and very overwhelmed with. she's like i must be so bad at work if kunsam's gonna fire me <sighs> which i can't believe she even believes i mean i I like i get saying that to yourself but like girl no you are not she's um, the only one who does anything around there like <laughs> 
literally yeah. carrying the company on her back. Uh, you like brought such progress to the company. And you keep like telling her, like, no, you're great. Like, you're so great. You're the reason I went to school. Like, you did so much for me personally. Mm-hmm. And Mom's just like, Kunzab doesn't want to see my face anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. If it's not because I'm a bad worker, then it just means she doesn't want to see me anymore. <laughs> and, and like, I don't know that they've explicitly stated it, but like, I think that you can gather greater insight for Mon after those little like flashback memories when she's like sobbing and is like, why do I feel so intensely over Kunzan being proposed to? Like, you can gather that she has a greater awareness of the fact that she's feeling like love and affection for Kunzan. And so it's just like, God, how fucking shitty. To be like, oh, I can finally kind of name what I'm feeling and then to be rejected Uh, (laughs) immediately. Yeah, so thoroughly. Like, you can't come in the house. Don't touch me. Mm. Don't work for me anymore. Like, just, ugh. (laughs) The don't touch me one would have been the one that, like, was the worst for me. Like, you, like, pulling back from my physical touch would have been the most devastating of all of it yeah fire me publicly i don't give a fuck but like pull away from my touch yeah because that's like i i can read that as involuntary you were involuntarily recoiling from me mm-hmm. you know like that shit would hurt oh so bad and so um yeah she's just like crying and then you see in the background that kunsam's friends have arrived and yuki's like waving them over i was kind of curious i went i Okay, so in my notes, I was like, oh, I wonder if Yuki invited them. But now as I'm about to say it out loud to you, I'm like, duh, they, she invited them. Like, why else would they be there? <laughs> so I'm thinking either Yuki told T, mm-hmm. who invited everybody, or Mon was crying in group chat. Like, is you know, like, maybe, maybe Mon was like, you know, yesterday still like Kunsan is Kunsan sick? Is she okay? And 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 today she just couldn't handle. It. She's overwhelmed. She's like, I, she wants me to quit. Where? Like, <laughs> you know, like that group chat has. I feel like that group chat has become a really like a source of comfort and support for Mon too. Like, as she's navigating being with Kunsan. Like, she gets to confide in them and have them be like, no, this is just her being normal, whatever, you know? So, either way, either she told them or Yuki told T, who invited everybody else, like, (laughs) it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And I'm glad that she has such good friends in them, and I'm sure, like, I'll say more in a minute about that. Um, But yes, so Yuki calls them over and is like, help me, (laughs) she won't stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yuki is kind of useless here. I'm not gonna lie. She's just... I was like, here or always? <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> love her, but she is useless. <laughs> um, so Nam comes in and immediately pulls Mon up for a hug. She pats her tears away and she's just being very like comforting. And T calls Cade because she's like, where the hell are you? You know, get your ass here. And Cade's like, I'm here. Where the hell are you? And that's when you see Cade, like, walk past in a full-on, like, dancer outfit. I don't know. Like, there's bells on her dress. Like, she's just jingling down the freaking, like. (laughs) I'm just like, does her 
upset? Like, not worry about wardrobe? Like, is it just fine that she's constantly leaving in her outfits? Like, well, actually, fun fact, um, Becky was filming her movie, like, and it overlapped with her filming gap. Uh And so I think she has literally gone to work on the movie in her outfit from Gap before. Like, she's shown up to workshops still dressed as Mon. <laughs> wow. I just assume I just assume that you're not allowed to leave set with your wardrobe. Like, what if you ruin it? What if you dirty it? Like, I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't- <laughs> okay. All right. Well. <laughs> but, but in this in this instance, like, Cade's a big star, so probably nobody mm-hmm. wants to tell her no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it's so funny. I don't even think about her being a big st- I always think of her as like being like very low level because they make fun of her so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's there, even though she's probably working. She got her ass there to comfort this girl. And they end up like all just kind of like talking about like, why would Kunsam try to fire Mon over such a small number? Yeah, well, I, I just want to point out like, these a-holes are all being so funny while mon is like just standing oh there God. crying silently sobbing they're like cursing at each other like i'm so nosy i came right away like like it's just it's hilarious like this is yet another example of gap like basically taking you on a roller coaster right like do you stick with mon who's just like sobbing over there or do you stick with her friends who are like yelling at each other being hilarious (laughs) i like i think it's really funny to watch but like if i were experiencing this i'd be really irritated and i was like god this makes me think of my wife she always fucking cracks jokes or says the wrong shit at like difficult moments and i'm just like I don't have a sense of humor when I'm not happy. <laughs> like, can you not? But these bitches are hilarious to me as they're trying to figure out why Kunzam would fire Mon. And I mean, in a way, they're also like probably trying to distract Mon so that she's just not spiraling further. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's part of it. Um, I don't remember how it all like I don't remember the specifics of, like, the order of everything, but, like, I know that Mon says that, like, everything changed after Jim's wedding. And, like, that's when Kunsan wouldn't respond to her text messages or her phone calls. She mm-hmm. brings up the fact that Kunsan wouldn't let her into her home. And now, like, she's trying to fire her. And she's just, like, pushing her away completely. Yeah. Yuki theorizes that it's because Kunsan has decided to actually marry Kirk Oh, my God. And this bitch, like, being useless is one thing. Being harmful is another. (laughs) I know. Everyone's like, what the fuck, Yuki? Like, are you for fucking real right now? (laughs) Yeah. They all are just like, cut it out. What are you doing? Yeah. And they're they're like, don't listen to her, Mon. Like, she's talking nonsense. That's definitely not it. (laughs) Like, if she's not fragile enough, like, oh, my God. God, what's wrong with her? I don't know. She just says shit without thinking. And T is like, oh, bless T. T is just like, look, Kunsam is not lovey with Kirk. Like, they are friends, period. Um, I think maybe T even says, like, if it's not work-related, like, they're not talking. Yeah, yeah. 
And so Kate at this point is like, well, then there must be more to the story because Kunsam adores Mon. And she starts like fucking monologuing like she's on her TV show again. She starts walking towards the camera, being all dramatic. The music gets dramatic with her. And she's like, what's 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 the deeper meaning here? <laughs> and Jim just looks at her like, bruh. You're not on set right, right now. What are you doing? There are no cameras around. What are you doing? <laughs> I do have to say, I really did enjoy that, like, visually. Like, because you see Cade, like, really thinking and getting closer. And then, like, we're so up in Cade. And then you see Jim just kind of, like, approach. It's like, huh? Like, what is this weird? Like, I I loved it. It entertained me so much. Yeah. Um, you, the, you Like, they balance the serious sad moments with comedic relief and like mm -hmm. you can make an argument that this is a little bit too much all at once <laughs> but welcome to gap the series <laughs> i love it here <laughs> this, you're on the roller coaster i keep saying this is like this is the ascent like you can't the, you can't get off now until oh no at this 12. point you're on mm -hmm. yeah you're on you're stuck sorry the seatbelts won't release <laughs> Oh, man. So, like, whatever, like, Kate has been going through in her head, she's like, mm, Yuki, Mon, go and eat. Like, get out of here. Um, mm -hmm. But then they also are just like, Yuki, shut your damn mouth. Don't you, don't you yeah. fuck this shit up more when you go in there. Fucking mouth shut. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. And so Kate starts pacing and stating facts. And she's just like, Kunsam's eyes are full of happiness with Mon. She's never been more obsessed. She always acts in the opposite of how she does. And maybe she's doing this for some reason that's, like, more beneficial to her. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was like, do you remember what else she monologued? Like, she, like... So, so you're mixing, like, Kate and T talking. Oh, okay. Um, but that's okay. So they're, they're, they're kind of saying everything you said, like, there must be another reason. There must be another reason. And Jim, meanwhile, is just, like, over there being jelly like she's <laughs> like i'm jealous of mon man and he's like this is not the can you not <laughs> she, she kissed my shoulder and i've lost it <laughs> yeah so in the book this is kind of a recurring thing like she gets jealous of kunsam like she doesn't want kunsam to like if it's gonna be a with a girl it needs to be with jim kind of thing oh that's funny <laughs> i mean i i would support that <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> so the friends reach a conclusion, like there must be another reason. Like we need to help. We need to help Mon. But how do we help? Mm -hmm. And so T's like, I have an idea, but there's no guarantees that it's going to work. Um, and Jim says, like, they still have to try. You know, they have to. Yep. And it's the only option they've got. So got to take it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're plotting they're plotting something. <laughs> yes. Well, and so, like, take us, so same day, take us into the next scene. Um, this is a long fucking day, by the way. Like, <laughs> this is oh, an man, Allison like, Laurentiis day. <laughs> <laughs> that will always be my marker of a long day. <laughs> and, and, I mean, like, but kind of same rules apply. I'm seeing Mon in the same, like, cute little pink like shorts outfit like that color really works on mon by the way yeah <laughs> as she's crying her eyes out <laughs> <laughs> gotta look and cute like, while you're sad and kate's like stuck in her fucking tie dancer outfit like just jingling everywhere 
I know I really laugh because in this scene where they're at this like restaurant to meet up with um Kunsam, Cade is still wearing her outfit, but she's thrown a suit jacket on top of herself. So <laughs> probably someone else's suit jacket. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so they're at this restaurant and Kunsam walks in and like urgently, immediately sits down next to Jim and is just like you can't end things with your husband because of snoring. What's going to like, think about the fact that you're going to be a mother. Like she's just like, don't stop being so selfish. (laughs) Oh my God. Clearly this is the lie that was told to her to get her to come to this restaurant so quickly and urgently. And I can't believe she really believes that this is what's going on in Jim's life. (laughs) Listen, she's probably also overwhelmed. (laughs) she'll believe anything anyone says at this point (laughs) yeah probably i do think it's really funny where jim like looks over and is like this is what you told her like you think i'm that horrible and she's like "Mm, kunsan believed it and i was like damn t (laughs) (laughs) these bitches they're hilarious i know they're so funny (laughs) um and kate's like whatever like since you're here now like just tell us why you and Mon fought. And Kunsan's trying to deflect. She's like, well, what did Mon tell you? Oh, and interesting note, like the Chinese translation says, did Mon report to you? You know, the Mon, oh. Mon told on me or something like that. And okay. I was like, huh, interesting, like little distinction there. Hmm. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So Kunsan won't answer about the fight. Like she, like you said, she's deflecting. Um, and so Tia's like, I'm going to get you to talk, girl. So <laughs> let me uh, tell you about yes. how. <laughs> T, my girl. My girl, T. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so Mon applied for this job with me. And Kunsam <laughs> is like, er, w- why? <laughs> yeah. Why would she need to apply? And she's like staring down T. She, other people are speaking and she's just glaring at T anyway. Like, <laughs> I don't even know why she's asking why. It's like, honey, you're firing her and she needs an income. Why do you think she's applying? (laughs) (laughs) Girlie didn't think too much, like, ahead. She's like, I'm going to fire Mon, but, like, she's just going to stay at home. Like, it's going to be, like, she she never thought she would, like, go work for her friend who flirts with Mon on a regular basis. Like, (laughs) it's because Kunsam is busy in her own mental state where she's just like, I'm firing her, but like that's my wifey. I'm gonna like financially support her. Like she's she's not functioning in the reality that is. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate is like, well, she wouldn't be applying elsewhere unless it was serious. Like this is a big deal. And and Jim chimes in, like, so be honest. Like, why did you fire her? And Kunsov is just like basically like she's just being a brat. She's like, I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah, it's my company. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, Jim gets mad because Kunsan won't answer their questions. So she's kind of like, "Ugh, so you're really not going to tell us, huh? Fine. Do what you want then. I'm not going to I'm not going to chime in anymore, you know. OK, and then this is when Cade is like, you must be hungry. Let me feed you. <laughs> yeah. She, like gets a menu to order food. Yeah. And she orders a carbonara. But like there's already brownies on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you guys do? Like, what? Don't so, judge okay. how they eat their meal. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is that they were here with Yuki and Mon, who got some brownies mm. and drinks, whatever. And then they left. And 
the friends stayed to wait for Kunsam to arrive. So there's just like random brownies on the table. Okay, that's that's a valid explanation. I just figured shooting went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shooting goes wrong a lot in the rest of this episode, but I oh, think yeah. this is probably not one of those situations. <laughs> okay, yeah. So while they wait for the carbonara, they jump into that brownie. Like, I think Katie's can some <laughs> a little bit of the brownie and says she won't talk of it anymore. But then she proceeds to ask T about Mon's application. <laughs> I know. She, I guess she means like she won't ask Kunsam to answer anymore, you know, mm, but she'll ask yeah. T instead. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, this gets Kunsam's attention. Just like, mm, I'm listening, but I'm not listening. <laughs> But like this is exactly what they want to happen, right? They they invited her here to like get her to react, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cuz they like don't understand what's going on or like, you know, maybe they have theories of what's happening, but they don't know because everything's a fucking crazy shit show right now. And so yeah. T T picks it up. I mean, she's so good at this. She's just like, yeah, she applied for work and I've wanted to work with her since I met her. Can you imagine how enlivening it would be to go to work with her every day? And I'm like, you gotta get punched, girl. Like, uh, yeah, she really is. She's risking her life out here trying to get Mon, I mean, get Kuzan to react. She's like, yep. what a, a cute girl like Mon to greet you at work every morning. Like, how great would that be? <laughs> Kunzam is so fucking irritated and then Kay just is like adding on top of it because she's just like yeah are the people who work at your agency like very attractive um gosh Mon's gonna be so popular there <laughs> <laughs> and Kunzam's like pissed like she's visibly pissed at this point <laughs> oh, and man. Jim I think forgot that she's part of a plan <laughs> to like she, she starts getting jealous she's like well can I, after I have my baby, I'll come to work for you too, you know? And she's like, buddy, like, we're trying to do a thing here. Like, can you, <laughs> she's like, go be a good mom. Focus on that. <laughs> oh, um, man. But I, I felt like there was like some cute, like, joking flirting where Jim was like, oh, don't play favorites. Like, I don't know. I like that. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Like, yeah. Take me too. <clears throat> and so then T's like, anyway, anyway, Kunsam, like, consider my offer you know i'll offer mon a job i definitely won't let someone like mon work anywhere else and i was like oh <laughs> oh oh not only that she says i'll take care of mon properly yes like, like, <laughs> i'll take real good care of your girl for you like oh, oh. <laughs> i would be fucking losing it so this is bad this is what he excels at, right? Don't you remember mm -hmm. the the Instagram photo? Like she she's fantastic. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's very good at this. Like absolutely. Um, so very that still doesn't. Her. <laughs> so that still doesn't get a reaction out of Kunsam. So she goes in for the kill, right? She's mm -hmm. like, and while we're on the subject, you know, Mon's actually my type, <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh, and this does it, I think, because Kunsam's like death glaring at T. <laughs> yeah, doesn't Kunsam say to her like, "Oh, you still want her?" And T is yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah." Okay, and then T's like, "Calm down, I'm joking." Oh my god, if if Ice could speak, like the the death glare that she is giving T 
she like oh my god i felt it i was like put it away kunsam like you don't need to murder anybody at this restaurant right now yes. <laughs> like, your friend like just have a conversation with Ooh. her <laughs> so t says like i want like she's hardworking and friendly i want to give her a chance and kunsam is like no <laughs> she's like you you can't recruit mon and then she gets up and just leaves <laughs> Okay, no, so so she's like, um, what you said, she's like, okay, you understand, right, Kunsam? And Kunsam like stands up and gets right in front of T's face. And it was like, you absolutely cannot recruit Mon. And you know, I was a little scared. Like, I was like, uh <laughs> <laughs> What did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> I think she was gonna like stab T's eye out with a knife right there. Like she's like Say one more word. Get get Mon's name out your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. instead, she just walks out of the restaurant fuming. <laughs> so once she's out, the three of them do like a high five. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, wow, jealousy is so effective. I Yeah, they know how to play Kunsam so well. Like, because they're her friends. Like, they've been friends for so long. And, you know, even though there's probably never been a situation where Kunzam cared about another person, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they still know how to handle her, you know? <laughs> yes, they are very good at that. So in the book, Mon comes crying to the friends, um, the same as the series, but she, you know, cries that Kunzam won't approve her work. And if she doesn't, she continues to not approve it, she's going to quit. And so they concoct a plan you know it, it's sort of the same bones like they're still gonna go and tell Kunsam like that Mon applied with T's company that T's gonna take her on and whatever but they also tell Mon I think that if you go in tomorrow with a topic it will get approved and Mon's kind of uh-huh. like yeah Mon's kind of like no it won't like she hasn't approved it so they convince her <laughs> They're like, no, like you can literally <laughs> say your topic is lesbian sex. Yeah. And she will approve it. And so the next day, Mon like just has no fucks to give, right? She's yeah. like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go work with T. And she fucking stands up in front of her office mates in the staff meeting and was like, my topic is lesbian sex. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? <laughs> What? Oh my lord. And Kunsam approves it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. I like that. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but it's like, I don't know, inappropriate. <laughs> it is. It's like if I was reading something serious, I'd be like, that makes no sense. But if I'm reading something like, you know, like silly, you know, I would be like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't think that it would have translated well to series. Like mm-hmm. I think it would have been I maybe agree verging on offensive yes i agree with you i i don't think it would have done well for i'm glad it didn't make its way into the um show yeah this is like one of those examples of like the tone being really different in the book i agree and i'm glad i'm glad that they didn't um do that because i appreciate the way things go yeah um okay so now we're at the work cafeteria i think so, yeah, they're trying to like, not get her fired. And Mon's just like, thank you, everybody. But Kunsam clearly wants to fire me. So just yeah. I've accepted my fate. Yeah, yeah. And so with that, Yah 
you know, says her proper goodbye because she's her mentor. So she wants to send her out with some, some encouragement. So she's like, Mon, you're really clever, diligent and lovable. You're really outspoken yet humble. Like wherever you go, everyone's going to want to work with someone like you. And you're going to be treated with kindness and you're going to be successful. Like, don't worry. Um, you're going to do great. I know they're all doing their like such sincere like statements. Everybody loves Mon. How do you not love Mon? Like <laughs> they all love her, and so they're saying goodbye, but but also acknowledging like that they're still going to be friends. Um, and then I was like, I don't know if you're going to explain this better than me, but the accounting woman starts talking about how Kunsam doesn't like maintain relationships with people who get fired, um, or like no longer work at the agency, and I think Chin makes a distinguishing remark about like how. Mon isn't really being fired so much as she hasn't passed a probationary period. Yeah, she's not an official employee. She's an intern with like that nine month probationary period or whatever month probationary period. She's technically an intern. So I think what they're just saying is like, this won't be a bad mark on her resume to show that she's been fired for poor performance. It's just like she had an intern period that ended early kind of thing. Okay. I like, I was just kind of confused because I felt like they were trying to say that there was the potential that Kunsam wouldn't not talk to Mon after this because she wasn't being fired. And yeah. I was like, why would you expect Kunsam to have any relationship with someone she's fired? I don't really know. I think they're just trying to console her because they know that she cares about Kunsam and respects her. Mm. So they're just saying, like, you didn't get fired. Um, you just didn't pass probation. So, like, she's not going to treat you like you don't exist if you guys see each other out in the real world. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Like, they know how much she adores Kunsam, and so they're trying to, like, ease some of those feelings. Yeah, because, like, that would suck. Like, you know, they obviously don't know what's happening internally, like, beyond idolizing someone. But, like, I know that there's this woman that I idolize at my office, and if I lost my job and then felt like she was gonna hate me if we saw each other out in the world like that would be devastating yeah so, yeah okay okay that makes more sense to me now so she's um like still kind of in her feels she's like i don't think she's gonna want to contact me and everyone's just like you know comforting her and trying to make her feel better and so mon's thanking everyone again you know like she's like i've only been here a short period but this place has really been one of my best memories Let's keep in touch and meet, you know, sometime. And it's so cute and so sad. But then, of course, we need to have a comedic break when things get too real. <laughs> so Chin comes in wanting a hug. and so But everybody blocks him. He's like, nope. Yeah. So he has to hug Auntie Me instead. <laughs> oh, you're right. I did forget about that. That is that is a, a funny little moment. Because it is. This is like all emotional saying goodbye. Like it feels like she's actually going to get fired. Um, so then we go on. Oh, I think Yaw says or asks, like, are you going to say goodbye to Kunsam? And that takes us into the next scene over in Kunsam's office. Right. So Mon knocks on the door. And this is such a contrast to like when Kunsam would get her ass ready for Mon to come to her office, because this time she can't be bothered for anything. Like, it's just focused on her work and not even looking at her. Yeah, I don't know if she can't be bothered. I think she's actively avoiding having to look at Mon. 
I would agree with you. I think that it's a very intentional act of avoidance. Um, and so like she's focusing on her work so that she's not focusing on Mon. Mm-hmm. But I think that if Mon were, I think Mon witnessing this, who doesn't understand the internal motivations, it feels like she doesn't care about her. Yeah, it just it just kind of piles on to the already substantial evidence that Kunsam doesn't care about her, doesn't want to see her anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a contrast to their previous interactions. And I know. <laughs> and Mon just starts out with like, thank you so much. <laughs> like her her whole monologue of like goodbye. She's like, Thank you so much. Um, you have been a model to me. I no, I'm youth. gonna stop you right now okay, okay, because okay. I just feel like you're not gonna do this justice. <laughs> I already know with your whole like, oh, she's gonna do her whole monologue, like <laughs> Let me do right, it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, Mon came in intending to say her goodbyes to Kunsan, right? So she she does get right into it. She's like, thank you so much. You've been my role model since I was young and you still are. Thanks to you, I got a good education. I got a good job. Like, thank you for having me. Thank you for making my dreams come true. Like, I'm going to treasure these memories forever. And she... <laughs> I was like crying at this point and I'm fucking crying at this point like mon <laughs> like Kunsam I don't like I'm already impressed with Kunsam's ability to like stay neutral with all that like sunshine sadness coming at her like <laughs> but you can tell she's having trouble she's like can't look at mon in the face like she's she just kind of throws this comment like, what are you talking about? You know, like, whatever. <laughs> I wonder if she's even taking in what Mon is saying or if she's able to actually ignore. I'd be like saying something in my head. Don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. You know, like I'd be trying really hard not to process what she's saying. So for me personally, um, there are certain situations where I can sort of check out. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do not allow my brain to take in the information that's being thrown at me. I don't know if that's what she's doing, but I probably not because like I can kind of tell them Kunsam is getting affected. She's like trying to fight becoming emotional. And Mon's like upset, but she still wants to continue. She hasn't finished her speech yet, right? So she's like continuing. Um, but she can't hold her emotions in nearly as well as Kunsam. She starts crying, getting emotional, getting choked up. She's like, you know, no matter what you choose to do in the future, Kunsam, or what you have to deal with, like, you're going to make the right decisions. And whatever it is you plan to do, I wish you nothing but success. And at this point, Kunsam, I think, like, can't handle it she you know like she finally reacts to her she says her name she says mon's name and mon's just like no i'm not finished yet let me finish you know (laughs) and like i can really tell at this point like kunsam's having trouble containing herself she's kind of like fidgeting around like you know so the part where like i could tell that kunsam was getting affected was when um mon says that she wishes nothing but success for Kunsam, like wherever she may go. And then when Kunsam says, like in an almost pleading tone, like she's like, Mon. And yeah. when Mon is like, I'm not done. Oh, this is the part that makes me so emotional. Where like Mon starts to say, you know, amidst her tears, when she's like, 
when you're happy, you don't have to think of me, but please think of me whenever you feel troubled. And like all of Kunsom's behaviors while Mon is saying that were like, you know, she had almost pleadingly said Mon's name and Mon continued. So then as Mon's crying, Kunsom has to like look away. You know, she can't watch her crying. Yeah. And then she like gets up. And I honestly thought she was looking for a tissue at one point, um, but she's not. <laughs> um. And she, like, looks back at Mon and, like, I couldn't find the right word to use. I wrote annoyed, but, like, it's not exactly annoyed. Like, I just, I really don't know how to describe the look she gave to Mon. But she had to look away again. Because this is, like, so fucking emotional. Yeah. Um, I think it just, like, gets to be too much. Like, I don't think it's annoyance. It's just kind of, like, maybe kind of annoyed at having to feel these emotions like i don't know <laughs> yeah like why did you stop talking i said your name <laughs> yeah stop. yeah like stop you know but like when when mon continues like this part was really tough i think for everybody like she's like when you're happy you don't have to think of me but please think of me when you feel troubled uh, and so, like, this this is, like, while the she's saying this part is when Kunsam, like, starts standing up, starts fidgeting, she crosses her arms, looks away, all that stuff, because she can't. This is, like, too much, you know? Like, Mon is just sobbing in her office, like, wishing her well, you know, wishing her to think of her during tough times to help Kunsam get through the tough time. Like, it's, it's so much, you know? Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and Mon finishes, like, with saying, like, I... I'll, I won't go anywhere. Like, I'll always be right here to give you my support. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. After all that Kunsam like, put her through, Mon is still saying, like, I'm still here, you know? Like, I'm here for you. Doesn't matter. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, this is why I simultaneously hate and love Mon. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, you're so stupid. Um... But I get She's, it. She, when she loves, she loves hard, you know, and it, she loves persistently. So Kunsam has been a part of her life for a, dec for a decade. Like, she, of course she's not going to go away, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, good for her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I noticed that Kunsam like, fixes her hair and, like, looks at her again. And then Mon says goodbye. I know. <laughs> she's like trying to go off to leave and Kunsan reaches out to stop her and asks her where she's going and then Kunsan pulls her arms back to herself like like she's keeping her hands from holding on to Mon because I think in the past she would have like reached out to Mon and left her hand to linger there but now she yeah. pulls it back to herself and Mon's like you told me to leave so like I am <laughs> Yeah, like yesterday you said if you if I couldn't reach the target, then I should just pack my stuff and leave. And this bitch, Kunsam, is like, well, that was yesterday. Yep. <laughs> she really tries to fucking play it off like Kun like Mon is being stupid or ridiculous. Being dramatic. Like, are you <laughs> exactly. fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> Oh, she's so ridiculous. And then Mon is just like, I need you to fucking just spell it out please like you are so hard to understand sometimes like yeah be very clear to me and Kunsam just like looks away and is like live in the present I changed my mind <laughs> yeah like that was yesterday today I changed my mind and Mon's like 
are you fucking kidding me? She's like, so so you're telling me that you no longer want to fire me today? And Kunsam just like, mm. And Mon, like, can't believe this bitch, right? She has, like, she's, like, almost, it, it's so ridiculous, it's almost funny. Like, so she's she's almost has this, like, ironic smile or smirk on her face. Like, wow. Like, wow. Like, I, I just gave you this whole ass speech. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I feel like there was, like, this, like, awkward silence for a minute. And then Kunsam is, like, sarcastically, like, you seem overly happy. You can go back to work. And tries to go back to her desk. Oh, my God. Kunsam, what are you? <laughs> I know. I couldn't even <laughs> believe that she was employing sarcasm right now. Well, I I think like this is the usual kind of bullshit that Kunsan pulls that other people allow her to get away with, you know. Mm-hmm. And IDK, why she ever thought Mon would put up with this because Mon's displayed like there's been a, enough occasions where Mon stands up to her or Mon doesn't take her bullshit that Kunsan should know better by now. But I think. If I were to put myself in Kunsam's shoes, like, you know, she also had an overwhelming time. She's trying to protect her heart. She's trying not to get emotional. Like, she probably reverted to the default attack defense mode. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, and I think that sometimes, or at least for me, sometimes I get sarcastic when I'm feeling, like, defensive, you know? So (laughs) I just was like, oh, really, Kunsam? Not so much like I couldn't believe it, but just like, oh, my God, for reals right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mon also can't believe it. She's like, what do you take me for? Yesterday you pressured me to resign and today you want me to stay. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? You know? Mm-hmm. And then we get like a flashback for of T telling Kunsam that she's going to, you know, take Mon in as an employee. Um, and... Kunsam is just ignoring Mon's repeated questions and is just like trying to get back to work. And Mon's just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to quit either way. What is Kunsam supposed to say, right? Like, she can't exact. How do you say, because I got jealous and I'm not going <laughs> to let T have you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I had, a pl- I had a plan and it kind of went out of control and I needed to stop that plan because I'm jealous. Like, you, you can't say that. Like, <laughs> Nope, nope, that is not appropriate to say. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, so she she takes the only route she knows how to, which is to just, like, stop talking and ignore it all. Yeah. She just tries to go back to work. <laughs> and and that's when Mon is just like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm quitting, period. And Kunsan's like, no, <laughs> I'm not letting you. And Mon's like, mm, but I am. <laughs> And that's when Kunsam gets upset. She's like, oh, why are you so stubborn? Which I laughed out loud. Like, who the fuck are you to call someone else stubborn? <laughs> like, Seriously. <laughs> like, I think what you mean is that Mon doesn't put up with your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the you one person ass. stand up to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Mon goes on to say, like, I came to work here to be close to you and Kunsan closes her eyes and Mon continues she's like you act like you hate me and I can't stand it anymore and Kunsan like is playing with her hair and she's like looking away and I think that Mon says she's going to excuse herself at this point yeah yeah and so um I can tell that Kunsan's fighting her emotions because she does this like sniffle thing 
Um, yeah, so Mon, Mon excuses herself. Um, Kunsam looks at the door after her for a second before following her. So we see Kunsam rush downstairs where Mon is. She she grabs Mon and pulls her all the way down the hall to a secluded corner. And I have several things to say about this. <laughs> okay, please, please tell us those things. Well, one, why didn't she just drag her back upstairs, right? Why go all the way down the hall? That's weird. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like it would be a lot of effort to get her up the stairs versus in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, two, this is a fun fact that maybe not everybody knows, but when we see Kunsam drag Mon down the hall, we are seeing it through the mirror. Mm -hmm. That is not Becky. That's a stand-in. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this when she busted so, her leg? Yeah, she hurt her ankle. Um, so she probably couldn't do all this running around being dragged. <laughs> Another reason she couldn't take her up the stairs. That's true. <laughs> um, and and lastly, at the end of it, Mon says, You're hurting me, Kunsam. And Kunsam immediately drops her wrist, unlike someone else we know. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I didn't pay attention to her dropping her wrist, but I definitely was like, I don't like that this is the second time that Mon gets pulled and has to tell someone that they're hurting her. Also, I'm like, Girl, are people holding you really hard or are you just really weak? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, I've never had someone grip my arm to the degree that I've had to say that hurts. Like, sure, there can be a little bit of pressure, but like, why does everyone I holding your arm hurt you? I'm gonna pre I'm gonna tell myself that Mon's a delicate little lady, and is not used to being manhandled. So any <laughs> any any confrontational action hurts her. <laughs> Because she's a delicate little flower. <laughs> so while Kunsam has Mon pulled aside, she says to her that Mon can't quit. And like, what does she not understand about this? And Mon's <laughs> yep. like, you can't stop me. I already have. Like, why yeah. are we repeating this conversation? I was proud of Mon here because I was like, yeah, stick to your convictions. Like, don't let Kunsam's bullshit, like, <laughs> ruin you anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, she's doing a great job of, like, holding her, like, ground. So Kunsam asks Mon, like, do you hate me? And Mon replies, like, it's you who hates me. And Kunsam says, no, I don't. And I'm just like, these two, like... <laughs> Oh, can we just say what it is? Is I'm gay and in love with you. <laughs> yeah, I have feelings for you. I'm scared to be the first one. To s I think that's what it is. Like, they're both scared to be the one to say it first, to be the one to, like, say it out loud. But they want the other person to do it. But at the same time, they're frustrated. Like, it's... it's. Yeah, no, no, no. It's totally valid. Like, <laughs> you know, I think that, <laughs> you know, we're, like, yelling at them, like, wow. But if 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 you stop to think about, like, I don't know if you had that experience or not, but, like, I definitely feel like that's a familiar experience of, like, oh, my God, yes. No, I totally remember. Um, Of, like, feeling like there's something there. But, like, it's so scary to name it because what if the person doesn't reciprocate? And especially yeah. in this dynamic where it's her fucking boss. So, and, and, like, yeah, they're dealing with all their feelings. So, anyways. Mon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I 
I would say for the most part, I date people who are my friend first. Mm -hmm. So like this kind of thing happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not not quite so dramatically, of course, but like definitely uh, the feeling of like, are we friends? Are we more like who's Mm going to say it, you know? Yes. Oh, man. So Mon is like, I don't know what the truth is. Um, and I think she proceeds to say to Kunsan, like, I went to your house. You ignored me. You told me to leave. You didn't call me after I ran out of the wedding. Like, you don't care at all. And she says, like, that Kunsan's actions were hateful. And I don't know that yeah. I agree with her. <laughs> well, I think for Mon... <sighs> For Mon, who's used to getting a lot of Kunsam's attention, mm. to suddenly like get the opposite of that, to really having Kunsam be a little rude to her, and, and let's not forget her publicly calling her out and firing her. Like, yeah, I think you can make an argument that she felt like Kunsam really hated her. I suppose so. Um, so Kunsam replies to her like but i don't hate you and she's like getting upset you know and mon clearly is upset also she's like well if, if not hate then what would you call it and finally kunsam can't hold it anymore she's like i i like you i like you, you hear me and i was like so proud of her like that she finally got the words out right like i was like oh my god you're saying it yay <sighs> but then immediately burp because Mon is not receiving it in the way that we're all receiving it because she thinks Kunsam is saying the opposite of what she feels. So she starts getting real upset. She's like crying again. <laughs> this is so fucking emotional because like you can see how hard it is for Kunsam or she's like battling internally and then finally says like, I like you. Do you hear me? And then... Like you said, Mon clearly does not think uh, that's actually what Kunsan means. And it just like goes a mess from here because yes. she's thinking it means that Kunsan doesn't like her and, and is confirming that she does in fact hate her. <laughs> I don't even like, I don't even know if Mon knows anymore. Like she, because she's like, how come she didn't think that when Kunsan was saying, I don't hate you. Oh, you know what? Because she thinks that Kunsan was saying, I don't like you. And now that Kunsan was saying, I like you, she thinks she's saying, I hate you. I think that it's just like, she's emotional. She already has it in her head what the truth is. And it doesn't matter what mm. Kunsan says. Like that's, she's going to to read any situation in a way that confirms what she already believes. And so like, it's just, it's so painful to watch as Kunsan grows desperate. And I'm just like thinking like, Oh my God, Kunsam is finally saying what she really feels. And she's doing that with Mon, and it's not being received because of, like, you know, her tendencies. And she's so desperate to get Mon to understand what she's saying that she's trying to say in every which way. I like you. I hate you. Like, what do you want? I'm telling you, I like you. Why are you crying? Like, she's so desperate. So Mon here is crying a beautiful single tear down her cheek. Like, <laughs> uh, props to that. Like, that tear is carrying the scene a little bit. Like, 
not, care, not carrying the scene but like completing the scene you know like just one beautiful tear anyway <laughs> kun sam's in the middle of her rant like why are you crying like she even like did you already say it like she even tries to say it in english like what do you want mm-hmm. you know in an attempt to communicate with mon to get her to understand like she's trying to be honest and and say what she means which is so hard for kunsam and only for it not to be understood like i was so frustrated <laughs> oh i felt for her for sure and mon is like i get it you hate me and kunsam is like damn it no i like you <laughs> and then people come out of the office and see mon so that conversation is is done <laughs> yes i just want to point out like you can literally like you can watch kunsam kunsam's face like you can watch her put away her emotions like it is so impressive like in this in the span of like one and a half seconds she goes from like being so desperate shouting at mon to realize she likes her to like back to her like usual no emotion face yeah i was really blown away and i just like i'm very emotional about it because like I just feel like sometimes, like, I do that and I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you're really good about, like, always being, you know? <laughs> I think I am a lot like Kunsam in this scenario. Like, I will, if a situation happens where I need to put my emotions away, I can do it real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're very good at having, like, a very, like, neutral face and just, like, moving on. Yeah. I was like, I, I feel like you can read more into my face than into your face. In a way, you're kind of similar to Mon because she's also trying to get it together. She's like mm-hmm. p- brushing her tears off. She's trying to like calm down so she can walk past these coworkers without it being super obvious that she's upset. But like, you know that she's not going to completely, she won't be able to completely put it away. Yeah. And I'm more like Kunsam in this scenario. Like, Honestly, I think if you, like, for people who interact with me IRL, like, I think if I go neutral, I go silent. Like, that's when you know I'm really pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not the show of emotion that's really going to be the indicator. It's the lack of emotion that's going to be like, oh, oh, something is wrong, you know? Yeah. So, yep. Our babies had a real tense conversation, and then they're not allowed <laughs> to find resolution. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Mon is out to dinner with her friends and is trying to understand what Kunsam could mean when she says, I like you, because obviously it doesn't mean I like you. Yeah. So she's telling everybody what happened, and he is like, I think Kunsam's equation is just different this time around. And Kate and Jim both agree. Like, I think this time Kunsam means what she says. Like, if she says she likes you, then that's what she means. So Kate explains, like, and by like, we mean romantically. So Mon's looking kind of like a deer in the headlights. She's like, okay. And so T asked, like, Mon, do you like Kunsam? And she looks like confused some more (laughs) like doesn't know how to answer and so jim's like i get it like it can be confusing let me put it to you in a clearer way 
Mm. Is that um, what the translation was? My notes say, like, Jim just jumps right into it. And she just asks Mon, like, how would you feel if she was your lover? And all of the friends are like, whoa, 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 what the fuck, Jim? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's too big a question to answer. And so Jim's like, okay, okay, let me keep it simple then. How would you feel if you saw Kunsam naked? (laughs) Fucking Jim's keeping it simple. Yeah, this is not keeping it simple. Everyone's like, (laughs) this is too adult. Like, you can't do the adult content. And Jim's kind (laughs) of like, what? I can't ask anything? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yes. And Cade ends up um, saying to Mon, like, hey, you know, these questions are because we support you all. Do you like Kunsam? And Mon pauses. She's thinking, but ultimately says that how can she when Kirk exists or something like that? When Kunsam has a boyfriend. And everyone's like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, we already went through this. It doesn't, like, whatever. So Cade tries to explain again. Like, we're all here, Mon, openly supporting you despite knowing that Kunsam's engaged because there's zero chemistry. And T's like, she's never had any affection towards Kirk. Like, they only talk about work. Then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, T goes on to say her eyes sparkle talking to Mon and like emotion comes back to her face. Like, this is so different from how she is with Kirk. And then Jim acts jealous and says that Mon is like the only exception of who I guess she'd allow Kunsam to be with. Yeah. (laughs) So T again asks Mon, like, you need to answer this for yourself. Like, do you like Kunsam? And everyone's kind of like being supportive, encouraging Mon to answer. I think in some ways, like I could potentially read this as like almost pressuring, you know, like she gave an answer and they didn't accept it. But really, she didn't give an answer. She gave like rather than answering for how she feels for herself is she found reasons as to why she's not allowed to have her feelings or like a reason why she can't provide an answer you know like it wasn't that she doesn't care about kun sam it was well kirk exists type of thing so like i like that they are like who cares about what you should or shouldn't feel just how do you feel i think this really showcases their understanding of mon because it mon's somebody who needs a lot of reassurances so they all tell her, like, Kirk is a non-factor, Kunsam loves you, like, likes you, you're special. All, in my opinion, in an effort to make Mon feel as comfortable as possible to be able to express her feelings. Yeah. So I think Mon has a really hard time expressing how she feels if she's unsure of what the outcome is going to be. Again, they ask her um, and Jim tells Mon, like, you can say it. And they all watch eagerly. And Mon is, like, pursing her lips and thinking. And then she finally does. Like, and she says it in a way where, like, you can tell it's hard for her to say it. Um, And everyone is just so freaking excited that she's finally said it. Yeah, she's like, yes, I do like Kunsam. And so cute. And everybody cheers. And... He follows up with, okay, would you like to date her? And Mon goes quiet again and thinks, you know, like, I think she's, like, gathering up the courage to admit it. But then she nods and everyone's like, 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Say it. Say it. Give us the and words. she's like, I, I would. I do. And everyone's screaming again. <laughs> it's really cute. Their enthusiasm is really great. Like, honestly, as someone who worried about how my potential romantic partners would be, per- be perceived by others, their enthusiasm for the fact that Mon is acknowledging that she, like, is attracted and interested in Kunsam is like everything to me. Like I love their support. It's so good to see. Yeah, definitely. And so then uh, they go on where T ends up saying to Mon that she needs to make a move first and ask Kunsam out. Yeah, and Jim follows up like, you know, I know you might be shy or you're not feeling totally sure yet, but if you don't initiate, Things between you and Kunsam can never start. I mean, they're speaking, I, I'm assuming from experience, like they know Kunsam and the, the type of person she is. Um, I was curious as to why they would say that like Ma needed to be the one to initiate. Like I was curious, like what would prompt them to say that? And so I don't know if this is what they're thinking about, but what I'm thinking about is the fact that um, Kunsam is the boss. And so like with the power dynamic as it is, like it would not be appropriate for Kunsam to be the one to like really initiate. And I just like, I don't know. I don't know if that's their reason, but that's the reason I would like for Ma to be the one to initiate. You're really hung up on the boss employee thing, but I honestly feel like that doesn't cross their minds whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what it is is like they know Kunsam and they know Kunsam isn't the type of person to take initiative like that. And and even though they probably also know that Mon is the same way, it's easier to convince Mon to make the first move than it would be to convince Kunsam to be honest and straightforward with her feelings mm-hmm. and also to be assertive, you know? Yeah. Um, so Mon, you know, she's like, this is a lot. Like, I need some time. Let me, Give me some time. And, but Kate's like, well, you don't have any time because I invited her. She's coming right now. You have two <laughs> seconds to get yeah. it together. <laughs> and Mon's freaking out. She, like, stands up and tries to run away. Like, she's like I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. She literally gets up and, like, bolts out. Of course, right as Kunsam is arriving and the fucking eye contact these two share <laughs> and the friends just watch with excitement. Yeah, it's such perfect timing that the friends are like, wow, like what a cool one. Like they're they're meant to be together. This is so good. Like, And meanwhile, yeah. Mon and Kunsam are just like staring at each other, stopped in their tracks, staring at each other. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad for these meddling friends because God knows when they would ever get themselves sorted out. Yeah, exactly. Like this. I I fully believe that if the friends weren't there, they would have like just. I don't know. Forever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they have that like long glare and then it takes us into the next scene where they're in like the little courtyard. And Kunsan wants to know why Mon was leaving like that. I just have to cut. I just have to stop you and say that, first of all, it's suddenly nighttime. Oh, my God. I know. I noticed that, too. Second of all, their hair and makeup are completely different than two seconds ago. I thought so, but I didn't, like, click back to check. All right. So here, <laughs> here are some of the continuity issues. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is um, the same night as like when they took their first little walk around the Instagram mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and also the ice cream date because um, the makeup's the same, um, and I think Mon's hair is the same. Oh, I don't remember. That is impressive. Well, you know why I remember is because Mon's eyelash was like all fucked up on the walk. <laughs> okay. And Kunsan wants to know, um, did she quit because of the pressure? And Mon says working with Kunsan was suffocating her and ouch. Like that would hurt me so bad. <laughs> I mean, not not true, but like ouch. Yeah, I mean they essentially have the same conversation that they already had. I'm kind of chalking it up to continuity issues because like they had the conversation and then Mon had a decoding session with friends. So then why would she immediately have this conversation with Kunsam and still immediately like, oh, if you say you like me, then it means you hate me. You know what I mean? Like there's no like... Why why are they just having this repeat conversation where Mon should have learned better, I guess? <laughs> oh, it's interesting. I didn't think it was a continuity issue. I thought it was just reflective of the ways in which people can have the same conversation multiple times. And until things are said very plainly, you get wrapped up in cycles. You know, like you talk yourself into one thing, but then you find yourself back at square one. So I figured she had the conversation with her friends. She runs into Kunsam. She sees her. And then they get thrown back into that conversation that they never got to resolve. And so, yeah, they are doing some repetition here. I mean, for me, it's just like too much. Like it's, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I, I didn't think too much of it. Um, but they, yeah, they do do the same thing. Whole like Kunsam saying like, I didn't do that to you today. So like, what's going on? Is it because I said that I like you? And Mon's like, yeah, you hate me. And Kunzam gets emotional again and trying to get it across to her, doing the whole, like, I like you, I hate you, you know, da 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 Okay, I see what you're saying about it being the same conversation. <laughs> like, it's just literally the same. Like, you, Mon at least should have been like, do you mean it? Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. But I do like the way that this culminates. I'm curious if it was like just like a, a, an issue in their filming. I do like the way this culminates to Mon blurting out, do you want to be my girlfriend? And Koon-Song yeah. <laughs> immediately being like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they, they're they like, we can't keep having this fucking cyclical conversation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love how, like, they both are just like, what did I just say? What just happened? <laughs> yeah, and uh Kunsam is like, what did you say? And Mon I think like gets scared or gets worried. So she tries to run away. She's like, forget it, and tries to run mm-hmm. away. But Kunsam stops her, grabs her arm, and was like, You you just asked me to be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And Mon like is crying, freaking out. I don't know. She can she can not speak right now. So she can only nod. <laughs> <laughs> And Kunsam's like trying to wipe her tears away, being all gentle, and Mon's just still just nodding. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're both like trying to fucking process this. And Kunsam is just like caressing Mon's face and her hair, and then says, "Let's date." And oh, fucking yeah. Mon with her like 
lack of self-worth where she's just like, I have no good points. That was the English translation, but like, you know, like no redeeming qualities type of thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's a lack of self-worth. I think she has self-worth, but she holds Kunsam to such high regard that she just doesn't think she matches with her. I suppose that is a more accurate way of stating that she doesn't think she's good enough for Kunsam. Um, so Kunsam's like, no, like you do, you're the best. And I thought that was so cute. <laughs> yeah, Kunsam does think she's the best. And she yeah. wants to be her girlfriend. I mean, also Kunsam's got her own insecurities. She's like, I I I was afraid that you wouldn't feel the same way. And Mon is like so happy to hear Kunsam finally like express her feelings or you know, be more direct about what she's feeling. <clears throat> and I think there's a little bit of her that's like, that sounds ridiculous. Of course, like, who wouldn't feel the same way, you know? <laughs> I just was like <laughs> laughing at Kunsam because I'm like, you didn't think she wanted to be with you. The girl who ran out during your proposal <laughs> because she was so emotional. <laughs> you didn't think she was into you. <laughs> no? Okay. I mean, they never they never came out to say it, you know? Like, whoever is the first to admit their feelings is always going to be mm -hmm. scared in the back of their mind. Like, does the other person feel the same way? It doesn't matter how much evidence there is you yeah. know <laughs> yeah you're right but it's just so funny to me and so then kunsam like confirms it she's like so we're dating right like you're not gonna back out of this you can't book it back out of this <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> and take it back <laughs> oh. it's so cute she's just like okay like you promise like no take backs <laughs> yes Oh, and then the tight hug she gives Mon like Mon's all teary-eyed and kunsam's like trying to hold back a smile that takes over her face so when when she asked mon like okay you can't take it back right and mon agrees she gives mon this like the cutest smile before hugging her that only lasts like you see the smile and then they go in for the hug and that smile is gone by the time you see kunsam's face again and i was kind of blown away by that i was like oh okay um but then um, you kind of see the the contrast, right? Like Mon's like openly joyful. She's got a huge smile on her face, still crying. <laughs> and Kunsam's kind of like more cautious about it. She has this small smile. Um, I personally, I was like, she's happy, but also she's thinking about the, she's thinking ahead already. Like, what does this mean? What do I do next with everybody else? You know, that kind of thing. Um, but at some point, Kunsam gives in to the moment, and she is finally able to, like, smile and be happy for real. Okay. Interesting, because I was curious about their two different reactions, and I thought that Mon was just, like, crazy emotional because she's been on this roller coaster. And I thought that Kunsam was I – I thought it was more of just, like, disbelief than – thinking about the future already i think i think it's valid that that's potentially what uh it was i i took it as just like sheer overwhelm and disbelief about this happening and i guess maybe being scared yeah about the feelings 
Yeah. So um, they pull away and the camera focuses in between them. And it's kind of a little bit of a throwback to EP5, EP whatever during Kunsan's birthday, um, where they, you know, Cade walks in on them <laughs> biting lips, <laughs> um, sharing chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this time, um, the camera focuses and it's Jim and Yuki who are huddled against the window <laughs> watching this unfold. And <laughs> they're so happy for them. They're like, Jim's like, it was such a nail biting situation. My baby almost came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so invested in them together and it's beautiful. And I just, I don't know. I enjoyed watching Kunsam just like wipe away the tears on Mon's face. Yeah. As everyone's like geeking out. <laughs> and Mon is still just so happy. Like I can't, I can't stand it. She's so fucking happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> she got everything she wanted and more. <laughs> yeah. So now that they're girlfriends, they go ahead and join the friends for this meal. And Jim teases Cade about not having a lover. And Cade says she's busy working. I think that's what she says, right? Like, uh, yeah, focusing. Um, well, she says she's not focusing on finding um, somebody because she's a rare item. Mm, yes. <laughs> and Jim's continuing to tease her like you sound like like an answer you would give during an in celeb interview. Like there are no cameras around, like, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and then t oh, I like this. I was not enthused about where T is like, so you guys are together now. So what's next? And I'm like, they literally just got together. <laughs> Why are we? <laughs> what's next? What's next is I eat my meal. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I don't like being asked what my plans are for pretty much anything. Existence. That's my plan. Yeah, I don't really know why she's asking. I don't know if she like assumes they don't know what they're doing is trying to guide them or just being nebby, you know, like, I don't know. But T is like, you know, in certain areas, I think both of you are lacking. So feel free to ask me when the time comes, because I'm the master of all things. Oh, my and, God. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, so then Mon hearing that she's an experience it's like huh i am an experience what is the difference between being friends and lovers <laughs> or like being before uh, and after lovers and I, i'm like what what do you mean what's the di like what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> oh sh has she dated anyone like no they're innocent <laughs> oh my lord some hasn't even dated kirk <laughs> Has she not watched television? My God. Um, uh, it all ends, you know, television just mm, ends when, you know, yeah. like it you confess or whatever. <laughs> but uh, Kunsam comes in. She's like, you're dumb. <laughs> I was going to ask you, is the Chinese translation dumb? Because if my new girlfriend called me dumb in front of all of our friends, it'd be like rude. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so rude, Kunsam. I mean, I say stupid all the time, so maybe if it said you're stupid, I would be I would be less offended if it said you're so stupid than if it says yeah. you're dumb. <laughs> that's that's dumb, V. <laughs> I don't like the word dumb. Stupid is fine. <laughs> Anyways. So Kunsam's like, um before and after dating are clearly different. 
and everyone's like, okay, okay, Kunsam's smart. She's she's got this. Like she's a, you know, she's not totally dense like Mon. I thought and that was hilarious I, because she didn't answer. Well, you know, people are making assumptions like that she knows what she's mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. you know. And T even goes so far as to shake Kunsam's hand because they're a couple of gays <laughs> congratulating each other. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, and, and I think Mon is just like. Okay, but like, how is it different? <laughs> yeah, and Kunsam's like, okay, you see, now that we're lovers, you can borrow my money. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, what? <laughs> and she's like, normally I don't lend money out to friends because it would affect the relationship. But like, you can borrow money now because we're not friends anymore. And I'm like, wow, this is some, <laughs> this is some roundabout logic. Like, <laughs> so do you ever tell your girlfriends that you can, they can borrow money from you now that you're dating? No, nobody can borrow my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Cade says, like, it's okay. They're both new at this. Like, it's normal to have things to resolve and adjust. There are going to be plenty of things that they have to deal with. And Jim is the one who says, like, you know, yeah, like, there's still the thing with Kirk, her fiancé. And you just see Mons, like, she was smiling. You just see her face kind of drop, like, oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) And managed to forget about him for two seconds. Thanks. Yeah, two seconds. Thanks for the reminder. And, And Jim then mentions grandmother, like, She's like, let me give you some advice, Ma. Like, you better prepare yourself. Load up on weapons, load up on ammunitions for this last boss, because she's like the highlight. And I don't know why Jim always has to bring, like, wasn't she the one to bring um, Nun and Song up too? Oh, God, I don't remember. I just feel like all of her friends can lack tact. So God knows. I guess it takes a certain amount of that kind of personality to be friends with Kunsam too, you know? <laughs> yeah. I did really enjoy, though, that Jim refers to Grandma as the last boss. Like, if it's a video game, like, that tickled me. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of true. Like, she is, like, the last obstacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mon's, like, looking pretty worried right now, and Kunsam tries to reassure her, and she's like, don't be afraid, like regarding grandmother like i'll take care of it don't worry yes i appreciate that kunsam tried to reassure her obviously mon is like still affected um and then mon i I think i believe at this point is just like hey kunsam by the way why are you trying to get me to quit like why did you threaten to fire me (laughs) yeah (laughs) which fair (laughs) um but Kunsam's kind of like stuttering, like, um, well, you see, uh, so this is the thing that I had already suspected when she mentioned the rules, mm-hmm. but essentially, like, you know, she's the one who set the iron rule of no dating within the company. So she's trying to tell Mon to, like, I fired you so that, like, I can, but she, like, stutters and can't get it really out, and Cade chimes in like why are you stuttering like just go ahead and tell mon that you want to ask her out (laughs) you know yeah you're trying to fire her so you could date her (laughs) yeah like if she doesn't work there then it's okay to date 
And Mon's like so happy to hear that she's all smiles. She's like, oh, that's why. Okay, I can forgive you for any of that then. <laughs> okay. Why did you just say so? <laughs> oh, and this will come up some more later. But like what just really throws me is like, I don't understand because one, Kunsa makes rules. And two, she's like everyone thinks she's partnered up with Kirk. So like, I just. I just don't understand. This is a non-obstacle to me. Like you don't not- understand Kunsam's logic. Yeah, like I don't understand why she would. Like I would feel the need to not have Mon working there because I don't want to get in trouble with HR. I don't know. I just feel like Kunsam <laughs> has more power. Like I just feel like she can change the rule. Well. It will come up later, but we can discuss it a little now. I think um, it's about respect. Like, Kunsam, like, Kirk is almost, like, pre-existing. Mm-hmm. So so in a way, I can hear, I can see how she would be like, she, he doesn't, apply, like, the rules don't apply as far as Kirk goes because he came with the company. But, like, I can't go ahead and, like break this one rule I set for my employees that I'm not willing to uphold for myself. You like, know yes, I'm the boss, but I need to set an example. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure that they introduced the rule by saying that Kirk and Kunsam got in an argument and she implemented the rule after that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. All right. Fine. I can understand a little bit more. And in a way, I think also it's a respect thing for Mon because, like, let's say Kunsam is like, I'm the boss, I do what I want. Mm-hmm. Well, Mon's not the boss. She's an intern. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want Mon's coworkers to view her in a different way because Mon gets to break the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, fine, Kunsam. Your logic is logicking. <laughs> um. <laughs> So they acknowledge that they both really do like each other. <laughs> and um, T reminds them that they will have to keep it a secret um, at work soon. And then they proceed to start to eat. And my heart was just happy because Kunsan puts, I believe, salmon on Mon's plate. And isn't that what she put on her plate the first time they had dinner together? Wasn't it also salmon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> always <a> throwback. <laughs> yeah. And this time Mon's so happy. She's like, thank you. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh my god. Taking care of me. <laughs> yes. And I don't know what it is, but there is something about the way they show them talking to each other with the no audio and the happy faces that just like, I don't know, makes me so emotional. Yeah, they're just being so like you're just watching this new relationship you know happen and it's also the way Kunsan like cannot stop staring at Mon and I mean it really and vice versa they just keep staring at each other and smiling and like oh we're, we're together now like so cute oh, it's like they're in love or something cheers <laughs> <laughs> um are they is do we start part four with them being at home or are they still at the at the restaurant um so they're leaving the restaurant so they're walking out in like this little oh, cobblestone oh, oh. gardening area 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember the scene now. Yeah, so they're walking through this like little garden area. I thought it was more like an alleyway. Um, and Mon tells Kunsan that she didn't take the job at T's, that it was all just a ploy to get Kunsan to realize her feelings, and it worked. <laughs> I'm so distracted by the way Mon's walking here. Like she she's like so shaky walking on these like pebble stones, cobblestone. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Like, are you gonna fall? Like, is Kunsan holding you up by your hand? What's happening right now? Like, oh my so god, distracted. I did not notice. Oh, <laughs> uh, walking is she in heels? Because walking in heels on cobblestone sucks. She's in her those, those wedges that she's constantly wearing. Mm. Um. Anyways, so Kunsan is like. Uh, you know what like grandmother was right like i shouldn't be associating with these foxes <laughs> but mon says like hey it's thanks to them that they that we opened up to each other yeah and kunsam has to admit she's right like when i she's like when i thought i wouldn't be able to see you anymore like i couldn't take it my next note is that mon calls kunsam her honorable lover is there, <laughs> is there something that happens in between no, but it sounds so awkward when you read the caption like that. She, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she says thank you, Kun Fen. Mm -hmm. So, Fen is the word for lover, I guess, girlfriend, boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So she's just like instead of Kun Sam, it's Kun Fen. Like yeah. it sound it doesn't sound weird as fuck. Like honorable lover, like this. <laughs> <laughs> no i hear you i hear you because like as i was watching like i heard the coon so like i knew that when the caption said honorable like it was the play on coon sam coon fen yeah like i got it and it does sound yeah. weird when you say my <laughs> honorable lover <laughs> yeah i mean regardless like coon sam loves it she's all like shy and smiley like <laughs> yes i was like coon sam looks away like she's so awkward with this new feeling you know like they're getting to like see what it's like to be affectionate with each other in a way where everyone knows what everyone means yeah <laughs> and it's okay <laughs> so then they are having some girlfriend time kunsam is driving them and mon is just like staring lovingly at her while kunsam is like i think being kind of shy because she can tell that mon is like watching her um yeah yeah a little shy glancing and they're being like cute but kind of awkward you know like first date jitters mm -hmm. oh man boy do they have a first date just doing all the things <laughs> stop one the nail salon <laughs> yes what why yeah. somebody needs to help these useless gays because why the fuck would you go to a nail salon? And not only do they go, they get fucking like manicures with fake nails and it has like jewels on it and shit. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Look, and I know, I get it. Like there are queer femmes like who can have long nails and do all this shit. Fine. Legit. Great for you. But I will never. There are? I'm, I'm, I believe that there must be. H how? I don't I don't want to be invalidating. They're they're gotta be fun. I was like, I'm I know just confused. <laughs> Look, I just I'll never get over I don't know if it was an auto straddle article to, about the girl who had gems who like fucking yes. like, like hurt the shit out of her girlfriend's badge. I'll never get over that. I don't even know how it, it gets in. Like 
with all this stuff on it. Like, how does it? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I Can literally can't imagine it. <laughs> tea. <laughs> we need some help. <laughs> oh, oh, but I'm just God. screaming at these useless gays. Like, why? I mean, okay. I know I say constantly they're innocent, but like, this is too much. Well, I feel as if though <laughs> this is to get us to a point later on. But like, I wish they would have gotten us to that point in a different way because this is just like hilariously ridiculous to me. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Like they had to know that it would be like immediate like uproar. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that like, why does Kunsam say Sham Sham Mon Mon? Does she, is she just referring to themselves? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. She she told well, it's cause she was like showing off her nails and I was like, is she calling her nails? No, they're just being cute at each other, like cause Mon's cause like she told Mon to call her Sham Sham. Yeah. And then okay. so she's calling Mon Mon Mon. Like it's they're just being cute. Yeah. <laughs> and my my note is like well, they were like, let's call the nail art Sham Sham Mon Mon. And my note's like, no, let's just call it pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just like okay oh man this and is so like so ridiculous like mon can't even hold kunsam's arm right with like those nails on she's like clawing at her arm like how do i get it around you so i can hold it like it's so terrible <laughs> okay look so i miss having long nails because i used to have long nails um and i used to get my nails done not all the time but occasionally um before i realized i was gay um and then once I started dating women, I stopped doing my nails. But my wife was out of town one week. And I decided while she was out of town that I was going to get um, like press on fake nails. I wanted to give them a shot and see like what they're like now. Um, uh, let me tell you, I do not know how to exist with long nails any longer. Like <laughs> I had to go to the fucking post office and mail a package and I was losing my shit in there. I was like, will someone just fucking do this for me? Someone tape it and address it. <laughs> It's been a decade since I've had nails. Like, Jesus Christ. I have never, like, I really don't know how to exist with long nails. And when I say long, I mean past my, like, how do you describe this? Where you can actually see, like, the whites of the nail? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, past the my, my fingers. Like, that's how low of a tolerance I have for my nails being long. <laughs> like, I, I can't click my mouse at work. <laughs> I can't type right. Like, I do not. I can't even imagine trying to do anything with those fake nails on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I miss the days. I miss having nails. I think they're so pretty, but they're just so not functional. Um, like, <laughs> I can't. I just can't exist with them anymore. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah, so top two, <laughs> they decide to continue their shopping and oh my God, but where do they go shopping at a fucking what is this like a lingerie shop? I, like, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Kunsam. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, why would you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do not know what the, what the I do not know what the rationale is here, but I will say, Kunsam is looking at a very cute little lingerie piece. Like it is a cute thing. Oh, the black lacy thing. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Mon is like, no, no, 
no, no, no. And is holding up this fucking, like, white pair of, like, I guess more conservative undergarments. Yeah, but it's too late because Kunsam's already signaled the clerk to go bring it to her. <laughs> okay, but the clerk was holding two. And I was like, did Kunsam just buy them matching lingerie outfits? Because no thank <laughs> you, ma'am. I do not want us to wear the same thing in bed. I don't know if they're two of the same or like the clerk has just been kind of following Kunsam mm. while she makes decisions. And she's <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But but yeah, she does hold up two options and Kunsam just like gives the sun thumbs up and the cutest cheekiest grin i was like okay oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i loved it that made like i'm gonna believe that they're two separate pieces and not matching sets for the two of them <laughs> and then i die when they go to their next stop to like stop buy... number three coach store <laughs> <laughs> because mon goes to the fucking pride collection over there with the, with the <laughs> rainbow flag straps <laughs> Yes, the gay-ass satchel with rainbow strap and design. Did you... I looked up the retail price of this fucking thing. Can you take a guess? Okay, oh, okay. Oh, dear Lord. caveat, I saw it on the Coach Outlet store, and they have the original price and the outlet price. So, like, I don't know if the original price is the original at the Coach store or... You know what I'm trying to say, but whatever. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think every purse that I have has been bought for me. So, like, I don't know what purses cost. Oh, wow. How nice for you. Isn't that nice? So, I don't know. Is this, like, 300 bucks, 500 Yeah, yeah. You're pretty good. It's about 350 oh, retail. Okay, great, great. <laughs> but anyway, let's focus on the fact that she's fucking at the Pride Collection with her rainbow-ass self. Yeah. She's like, I'm, <laughs> like, oh, this is the equivalent of, like, chopping your hair off. You know? Like, she's... <laughs> She's getting herself the rainbow flag. Oh, well, no, God. to be fair, I think Mon has other rainbow things, right? I have no idea. I don't pay enough attention to her. You need to start, okay? She's important. Um, <laughs> She does. Oh, she did have that notebook that had boobs on them. You don't. Yeah, she has a boob notebook. Good for her. I had no idea. Yeah, so I'm not, like, too surprised about this rainbow development, but it's just funny to see. Um, but anyway, Kunsam comes over, and she's like, you like it? And Mon's like, yeah, it's it's pretty. And so Kunsam just signals the clerk again to ring it up, because <laughs> she doesn't yep. fucking care. She's like, this is nothing. Yep. It, she's like, I'll gift it to you for our one-day-diversary. <laughs> Yeah, which is the gayest shit ever. Like, we've been together one day. Oh, let's commemorate this with a <laughs> couple hundreds. <laughs> there's um, some pun stuff going on with Thai, I think, because mm. the word for gift is Kongkwan. And then she, and then Kunsam says something, like, she says, like, one day anniversary, but it's like Cobb something something one. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like Cobb one. I don't know. This is my guess. I don't actually know if she's doing it, but it sounds similar enough that I feel like it's maybe a pun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like people who speak Thai. <laughs> Let us know if we're wrong. <laughs> but it's fun to believe that that's what's happening because I enjoy those things. Yeah. So now they go to their next stop. Yes. Stop number four. The street vendor stalls. And so I don't even know 
I mean, I think they must show us like what Mon is looking at, but Kunsam is just like, this is cheap. And Mon is like, Kunsam? <laughs> like, we're in front of the vendor. Like, you can't be saying that in front of the person who's selling them. Like, <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, I would have been mortified too. Like, I don't even know what I would have done, but Mon apologizes and then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, the inconsistencies are starting to come out, right? Because when they were at the coach store, Kunsam had two bags. When they're at the vendor, she's down to one bag. And then the <laughs> next scene where they're walking by these huge ass pots uh-huh. and Mon offers to carry some of Kunsam's bags. She has four bags at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, where are these bags coming and going? <laughs> My my oblivious ass did not notice the bag situation happening, but yeah, they've they've gone away from the vendors so that Kunsam can stop insulting people. And while they're chatting over there, we get to they're like trying to figure out what to eat. And yeah, the eternal struggle of all couples. <laughs> we see Yaw in in the background, and then we get to see from her perspective that she sees Kunsam and someone else. Um, who we know to be Mon. I don't know if like Yah sees that other person because like visually it appears as if though they're both within her line of sight, but she only calls out to Kunsam. I don't think she sees the other person, but she sees Kunsam talking. Mm. Um. So yeah, Yah greets her and then goes up to her. And meanwhile, Kunsam's freaking the fuck out, like telling Mon to hide behind these pots. Which <laughs> so when Mon has to squeeze. squeeze. Yeah, yeah, she has to squeeze herself between these fucking pots. So go hide. <laughs> I was just thinking, like they really couldn't just find a way to explain away the fact that they were like they ran into each other was a fine explanation. But I get it, the paranoia. Well, it's like they know they're on a date, so it's. It's really hard to like on the spot come up with an excuse, you know, when like they're going to be acting shady because they know they're on a date. <laughs> yes. Easier for Mon to just hide herself behind these like <laughs> massive decorative vases. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Yaw approaches and Kunsam gives her like the fakest smile, which like I thought was so funny because I'm like, real Kunsam would not smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she, like, preemptively tells Yah that she's shopping alone. Like, girl, no one asked. Yeah, and that's what Yah says. She was like, I didn't ask you. Like, and Kunsam's like, well, I knew you were going to ask, so I said it first. <laughs> yeah, clearly they would not have been good lying if they had been there together. Like, if it's this bad when she's alone, imagine if they actually know. both she's been there. I know, terrible at this. <laughs> so Yah does end up saying, like, oh, I thought I saw you talking to someone. And Kunsam's like, no, like I said, shopping alone. <laughs> I was talking about, I was talking out loud. I was thinking about work. <laughs> yeah. And Yah's just like, oh, I guess I saw wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and rather than question like, yep. the boss. <laughs> yeah. Well, when Yah excuses herself, she's like, I don't want to disturb your time to shop by yourself and talk to yourself. And she leaves. She walks right past Mon, who's like got her whole head peeking out. She's so <laughs> visible. I know. <laughs> so Kunsam like calls Mon to come out. Um, and Kunsam is hilarious. She's just like, I was great, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and Mon is like, No, you were 
awful actually not even close like now i'm really starting to worry that we're gonna be found out after this little performance (laughs) oh man kunsam is just like don't worry about it so then they go to kunsam's home and they're dropping off um their shit and mon offers kunsam water yeah yeah she she's like let me get you a glass of water and kunsam's like no 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 let me (laughs) which makes mon really happy you know she loves Mm -hmm. to be taken care of um (laughs) so kunsam ends up pouring mon a glass of water and brings it to her you know and mon's thanking her like thank you so much whatever and while she's taking a sip kunsam says Let's take a bath together after this. <laughs> My note is that Kunsam gets Mon a glass of water and then is like, speaking of water, we should bathe together. <laughs> <laughs> what is her obsession with bathing together? Like, this is a thing she's been trying to get Mon to do since, like, what is it, EP2, 3? Like, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I was going to say, I get it. It's a nice experience. But, like, it's the first day you guys are girlfriends. Like, what the <laughs> they fuck, haven't man? even like They haven't even, like, kissed yet. Okay? And Kunsam's like, let's go take a bath. Like. <laughs> yeah. So Mon spits out the water in shock because, like. Of course. Understandable. And Kunsam is just like, oh, no, let me get you a napkin for your choking. <laughs> oh, and she calls Mon, like, so cute because. She's all nervous and tense. <laughs> so Mon asked Kunsam if um, they can have an agreement. I thought it was so cute because Kunsam agrees even before hearing what it is. And so Mon's like, uh, now that we're dating, I want to have a special privilege. And Kunsam again is like, okay, yeah, what is it? <laughs> um, so Mon says that she wants Kunsam to be straightforward. Don't beat around the bush. Don't worry about what's going to happen. You know, like, you don't need to think so much before you speak. Just say what's on your mind. And Kunsam's kind of like, that doesn't sound too complicated, which I was like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I think it's hilarious because I was like, yeah, I have no experience doing this, but totally can change. (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) Oh, and I think Mon goes on to say, like, you know, if Kunsam can do that, that she'll give her what she wants. And I think she give says her, anything. She says, I'll, yeah, in return, I'll give you anything. Yep. And <laughs> Kunsam is like, anything you say? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and Mon's, like, super cute. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> She's so funny because I'm just like, she just asked you for a bath. And now you're saying, I'll give you whatever you want. Like, do you not see where we're going with this? <laughs> So I'm wondering if, like, she's thinking, like, does a bath mean a bath or does a bath mean something else? Like, just be direct with me, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> but in this case, bath means a bath because we the next scene cuts into them in front of the bathroom. Kunsam's, like, unpacking some bath bombs <laughs> and Mon's sitting outside, out of the restroom, like, wringing her hands, looking so fucking nervous. <laughs> Oh, I felt like she was like looking at the bedroom. I thought I read her face as like being like, oh, I'm in here in this different capacity, but like in a very positive way and not like not overly nervous. 
Oh my god, that's the opposite of what I was thinking. I I thought she was like kind of smiling on the outside, but on the inside, like, what the fuck did I agree to? <laughs> like, what do you mean take a bath? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, let's be real. You pay more attention to her, so you're probably more right than me. <laughs> so Kunsam asks Mon to come into the restroom to try this new bubble bath. So Mon's kind of like, uh, <laughs> and so Kunsam notices Mon's reluctance. So she's comes out over to ask, what's the matter? And so Mon's like, I have to confess, like, I have no idea how to behave in this situation. I'm too shy to even look at you right now. <laughs> <sighs> I had feelings about what Kunsam says, and I'm curious if you did too, or if this is like my own like catholic upbringing so kunsam says that we can do what we want we're lovers now why are you embarrassed do you have any feelings about that um my instinctive feeling is i'm embarrassed because we're lovers now okay so like <laughs> it's like you're not going through any kind of strong internal <laughs> no no yeah, <laughs> probably my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to share those thoughts? Like, <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't even know how to articulate it. It's just like, her saying that just like blows my mind. Like, someone being able to say like, hey, we're in a relationship and we can do whatever we want and whatever we want is okay. And to like feel that heartily. It is mm -hmm. like so weird for me because uh, I like <laughs> so I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. Like I thought that I was going to be a virgin until I got married. Like that was my plan and intent. And so this idea of people being like this comfortable and and to and like believe that it's okay and like it's not weird or wrong or like I don't know. It's just like Kunsam's being so comfortable with herself. Even if she is, like, nervous or whatever. Just, like, that, that like, statement, that assertion makes me uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what do you mean it's okay? We're not going to go through, like, trauma and turmoil over giving into carnal pleasure? <laughs> okay. Jeez. This is a lot to – how to unpack this. <laughs> well, okay, first of all, um, Thailand is a is – majority buddhist country and so i am somewhat experienced in buddhism i wouldn't say i'm very knowledgeable but i don't there's not there's not the same kind of concept of guilt or mm -hmm. shame in buddhism that there is in catholicism and to an extent christianity so there what did you call it? Carnal pleasures. <laughs> yeah, carnal like, even pleasures. The, even it. the language you use is so like. Oh, <laughs> <Girl, I> know. <laughs> so, so their activities as a couple is not wrapped up in a sense of right and wrong as far as religion goes. I will say that being that most Asian countries are in general more conservative. Um, regarding dating and sex and things like that, that it's 
weird for me to personally hear them speak so freely about like taking a bath together and whatnot. But again, like there's, I think like the most stigma would be like, you don't want to give yourself away so lightly when you're not serious about the person. Mm-hmm. But I think we can all agree that Mon and Kunsam are very serious about each other. So I think that trail of thought doesn't lend itself to like them feeling like they need to be more reserved or whatever. You know what I mean? <sighs> yes, that makes a lot of sense. And it's a good reminder <laughs> that not every religion is as like fucked about when it comes to like <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, to be honest, I- I'd be really surprised if there was anything so explicit about sex and shame and guilt and things like that in Buddhism. Mm -hmm. Because Buddhism is all about like how to be the best version of you, how to give back, how to make sure that you like do more good than harm in your lifetime. You know what I mean? Like how to have compassion for everybody. So IDK. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah, so, um, yeah, thanks for that reminder. Not everyone's as fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then Mon says she has been nervous all day, and she's, like, in disbelief still that, like, Kunsam agreed to date her. And I don't know, I thought it was cute when Kunsam asked if she can hug Mon, who agrees, of course. I love how she always asks for consent. It's It's a little more than I can say for book Kunsam. So I really notice it when it happens in the series oh, <laughs> and I yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I know you're going to tell us more about when that becomes a more relevant <laughs> later on. So Kunsan admits that she too has been feeling like this has been a dream. Um, and I think says to Mon, like, you must still be upset with me for like the past and for not being honest, but I promise to be straightforward from now on. Yeah. I really appreciated this, this, conversation because like Kunsam's ability to recognize when Mon needed reassurances and needed to resolve the misunderstanding or the upset that happened earlier um, and and actually comes and addresses it and makes sure they're both okay before they proceed with this bath time activity. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of when they were in Mon's bedroom when you know they were on Mon's bed about mm. to bite lips, but Kunsan made sure she apologized first, that they resolved their issues first. You know, mm. I really appreciate it. Oh, that is that is a nice pattern to notice. It's like we should lay everything like be honest and bare and and be on good footing um before we do something else. That's that's a nice quality to have. Mm-hmm. And so Kunsan does proceed and says, like, hey, let's go take a bath, and Mon agrees. Um, oh, and this is the part where in my notes, like I'm losing it because they were about to actually jump in the bath. And I'm like, can we get some over the clothes actions before we jump into nudity and bath time? <laughs> like we've done nothing but bite lips and like maybe one or two kisses. We've literally done nothing. Yeah. Like I. <laughs> so, OK, my thoughts are and I don't necessarily know or think that these are Kunsam's thoughts or these are Mon's thoughts. But for me, seeing this situation, I'm making some assumptions here. Like, I'm thinking 
they want to take a bath before they go into bed so they can have sex. So I, I listen to Taiwanese podcasts and things like that. So I've heard like some stuff about like modern day dating, either LGBT dating or straight dating, whatever. And it seems like people generally want to take baths before they have sex so that they're like clean and ready, you know, like they don't sort of have spontaneous what have you's. <laughs> and so I wonder if for me, personally, I'm viewing this as like they're taking the steps to like go consummate their relationship. Mm, okay, interesting. Now, whether or not this is what they're thinking, I don't know. But it's what I'm thinking mm -hmm. <laughs> as as a reason why they would take a bath when they haven't done anything else yet. <laughs> oh, wouldn't you do separate baths, though? I'm yeah, sure Kuzan I mean, has another tub in that house. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I this is what I'm saying. Like, I think Kunsam just really wants to take a bath with Mon. And she's yeah. like, finally, we can because we're dating now. <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah, I could never. Like, oh, my God, this is so much. Um, But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about the possibility that that's like what it is, is the whole like, take a shower so you're fresh before you um, have sex. So, um, well, Kunsam is in the tub <laughs> with bubbles. We pan to Kunsam in the bathtub waiting. She's run her bubble bath. She's poured herself a glass of red wine. She's lit a hundred candles. And we see Mon, who's now in a bathrobe, standing in front of the mirror. So she turns to look at Kunsam, who's looking back at her so with such intensity. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. Mon looks back in the mirror, almost giving herself like, you know, like a you can do this, let's do this kind of thing. And she takes like two or three steps to the tub. And Kunsam is still staring at Mon. Like all of her focus is on Mon. And there is so much tension in this scene right here. Um, the camera pans back to Mon, who's untying her bathrobe now, with Kunsam still just completely enthralled with Mon. Um, <laughs> although, side note, the, the nails are now gone. She doesn't have them anymore. <laughs> yes, I do know the nails play a back and forth game in this <laughs> yes and so the camera pans back to mon's face as she starts to remove her bathrobe and mon's face conveys so many e feelings and emotions that i like could not handle it like sh it's, she's shy she's excited scared anticipating like so many things i'm just like dying and I, I feel like you're going to chime in and say you didn't really notice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that I noticed. Um, I'm sure that I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I noticed when I was watching. Um, but obviously, it didn't affect me very much um, because I didn't take oh notice. Oh, my God. What's um, wrong with you? <laughs> get, get out of here. Get out. Man, I'm like freaking out about this look on her face and you're just like skipping over everything. <laughs> well, you know, it could also be a product of my discomfort in this. Um, I am very uncomfortable with intimate moments. Like if someone 
looks me dead in the eyes with like a lot of affection, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> like it's too intimate. I can't handle it. I can't even process how Mon is feeling because I am so uncomfortable thinking about myself in that moment. Like it's it's so uncomfortable for me. It's funny because I don't I think I don't think she feels uncomfortable like I think that when she turned away from the mirror to walk towards the tub that she was determined and mm-hmm. she decided that she was ready and she was doing it. For me the scene is just very sexually charged like they are having this very like I mean I suppose you can view taking a bath together either as a very sweet act or a very sexual act but like the tension in the air is definitely sexually charged. Um, so let me get back to it with your ridiculous ass. <laughs> <laughs> so Mon's um, undoing her robe and the camera pans back to Kunsam. We see that she's still unable to take her eyes off of Mon. Um, we watch the robe fall off of her onto the floor. And like, I just can't say enough like these scenes are so sexually charged and yet there's no overt sexuality like there's no like gratuitous nudity there's no like you're not really seeing anything that you might see in a western tv show you know what i mean yeah they're able to convey this feeling even without showing stuff yeah no i think that's a really great point to make is that i think that sometimes people can really struggle in television on how to convey certain levels of intimacy without doing too much like i I think it's just like you're right like they can show that this is of a sexual nature that there is desire that there's love that there are all of these feelings and it doesn't need to be over the top I guess you know like you're right because we don't see any part of Mon that's objectifying you know when she disrobes mm-hmm. um, we don't see anything about Kunsama she's in the tub with her bubbles that is right. like overly sexual um, we don't even see cleavage which we definitely no. would have seen in a western TV show oh for sure exactly yes and yet there's no questioning what's happening here and and what like is being felt for these women and like the fact that there's desire like i don't know if it happens like right here but there's like this one point where kunsam is like looking at mon very much like attracted to her and like she like plays with the bubbles a little bit with her hands and like there's just something about that look and that movement that like it just feels very much like can't wait for mon to be here (laughs) so that i can touch her type of thing yeah like there's no question about it like you can see in kunsam's eyes that she's so attracted to mon Mm -hmm. Uh, all right so where am i (laughs) Um, so, cause Mon at this point is still not there yet. Like she, <clears throat> she's standing there, like covering her chest to kind of like still looking hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so Kunsam has to be like, come get in, whatever. And so finally Mon steps into the tub and sits down. It's at this point that the pink theory 
song, which is the theme song for Gab Plays, but it's the bossa version, which like I don't 100% know what it means, but it's a just a more toned down, kind of slower to more mellow. Um, and I'm mentioning this because this was a uh, deliberate choice by the either director or the music composer. Um, they didn't want this bathtub scene. Like they wanted to portray a sweeter atmosphere with the bathtub scene that okay. these two people are caring for each other. And they're like, you know, still new in their relationship, obviously. Um, and if they had played like a more dramatic music or more sensual music, it would have been too sexualized. Mm. So they made the decision to do this bossa version so that it would be like a sweet, heartwarming, like, look at these two cute dummies, like <laughs> at the start of their relationship being sweet with each other. You know what I mean? Well, I have to feel as if though they did a really good job because I felt a lot of like, I guess like heartwarming affection for them, <laughs> like in this moment, like as much as like I can be uncomfortable with intimacy, I also f I'm I I feel a lot, um, and so like I was very uncomfortable when Mon was preparing to get into the bathtub, but once she's in the tub, and they are there with each other, like I'm a lot more comfortable, um. Because, like, they're facing each other at first. And Mon, like, boops Kunsam's nose with a little bit yeah. of bubble bath. They were they were kind of awkward with each other, not knowing what to do. And Mon takes the first step to go. And, yeah, she wipes some bubbles from Kunsam's nose. And that kind of breaks the tension. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it just, like, it just felt so casual but intimate. Like, I, like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I do have to just point out that, you know, at one point, Mon raises her hand to touch Kunsam's hand on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. And you see that her Mon's nails are back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I didn't notice it at that point because I was just too busy feeling like all the feelings about like, you know, being with the person that you're in love with. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, it's such a sweet moment. Like... It was so sexually charged and so filled with tension getting in. But once they get in, it's like they're back to their cute self again. They get to like boop their noses and help each other and take care of each other. And it's so cute. Mm -hmm. I really love how this like ends where we're like Mon looks back slash mm -hmm. to the side and Kunsan is looking at her and all while their little cute song is playing like I love the way this scene and episode ended they're so close to each other face to face yeah and it's just ugh. my last note is R.I.P. me R.I.P. everyone <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's episode seven uh, I had fun. I know that we're going to continue to progress to more tumultuous episodes. I look forward to a better cocktail next week to talk about um, whatever the hell you told me is dropping tonight that we can talk about <laughs> in our next episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have any last thoughts about the episode or what's to come? What's to come is a lot of ups and downs. Just strap in and let it take you 
up and down because there's no point in like you're gonna feel like you have whiplash like it's it's just the nature of gap the series like you're gonna be so happy one second so upset and then so like whoa what's happening on screen and then so upset again like just go with it yeah cannot wait to be completely emotionally overwhelmed all yes. over again <laughs> Okay, bye guys. See you in the next one. <laughs> bye.